What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. Shout out to you, brothers, man. We are here and we are back again, once again, once again. Anyway, man, this should be a great show. I promised that I was going to give you this particular show because this particular show is going to show you what happened to uh, literally what's happening is a lot of people are coming out here. I did that stream last week about a lot of women saying uh, my feminism leaving my body now that World War Three is around the corner. All right. You know, you've been hearing those things lately. But what happened was. Some of these ladies don't realize they lost their job. Some of these ladies don't realize you got fired on your day off. All right. And a lot of people, um, this would be an interesting show because we're going to talk about something. Some of the things that they literally brought to the table are some things now that you can get and you can buy in this gig economy. All right. So this would be an interesting show. I'm going to break it down like nobody else has broken it down. All right. Um, there's going to be no emotion in this one. I'm going to just let you guys know. Uh, anybody that comes in that says, but what about, and then insert emotion here, this doesn't it. It's not going to work for you, okay? It's not going to work for you because everything has to be, bills have to be paid. Rent has to be paid. Mortgages have to be paid. Food has to get put on the table, all right? We don't have time to dice up emotions and how people feel about it. The way you make me feel, the way you make me feel, you really turn me on. You really turn me on. You knocked me off of my feet now, nah, baby. Hey! All right, all of that stuff is not going to put into the equation because you can't pay bills with feelings. Okay, you might be able to put a relationship in together with feelings, but Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Rent got to get paid and duties got to be handled. All right. Responsibility got to be handled. Business got to be handled. All right. And we handles business in here. All right. So let's just keep it on what it is here. We're not going to talk about what could be. We're not going to talk about what about that girl. All right. I need a girl who's mine. All mine. I need a girl in my life. You ever watching these? Um. You, you ever watch these uh, videos and movies and you're like, damn, I need a girl. I need love. All right. And still you, you still broke. You still have to handle all these responsibilities. And then you do what they call compromise and you end up doing everything you would have done, even with the girl there. All right. So we're going to break all of that down. Uh, appreciate y'all for being here. Let's get into these super chats. Shout out to Warhammer. And he says, the doc, the Dr. B.O.A. just now finished. A hit piece on you, Coach 100. I bet you it's a hit. I know Dr. B.O.A. ain't, he ain't dissing a brother. He let never, he, 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 he's ever, what's going on with everybody coming in here saying people did hit pieces on me? All right. If I had a nickel for every time somebody, I know he's not doing a hit piece on me. All right. But everybody wants me to get riled up. You know, are, is, are men bored? Are you guys just bored? <laughs> Are you guys trying to start up stuff? You want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. Are y'all trying to die? I bet you it's a hit. He ain't putting a hit out on me. All right. But, um, you know, 
I don't gang bang. I shoot out bang bang. The relentless lyrics, the only dope I slang. I'm a true master. You can check my credentials because I choose to use my infinite potential. Got a freaky, 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 freaky flow. Control the mic like Fidel Castro. I don't sit around here and gang bang. I, I, I gang on bang on the mic. I look at it like this. I look at it like this. I really like to argue with women and they give me some peace leave at the end of it. Last thing I'm going to do is argue with men. All right. <laughs> I don't gang bang on the internet. I don't gang bang on the internet. All right. So as I said, I don't gang bang. I shoot out bang bang. The relentless lyrics, the only dope I slang. I'm a true master. You can check my credentials because I choose to use my infinite potential. Got to. Y'all don't know nothing about that. And I can rap. Shout out to J. Rude, the damager. Y'all don't know about hip hop. I don't get in these YouTube streets and gangbang. Shout out to all the claim bangers in the YouTube streets. You know, why, why are y'all banging on dudes? <laughs> why dudes banging on other dudes on YouTube? It, it is mind-blowing. Unless dudes gonna get in the ring, y'all better have a check for me at the end of the day. I'm not about to go. I don't want to, I can't even argue with women. And I and I sleep with women. Why am I argue with some dude? But uh, I know you're not saying he arguing with me. He just had me on his. <laughs> he just had me on his uh, thumbnail. Appreciate him. Shout out to Galloway says I kept. I keep saying it. I'm married. Give me the buzzer. My man is married. All right. So let's go ahead and. Hey man, you know people get married all the time. You know they have wonderful marriages. And shout out to everybody who have wonderful marriages out here. Why Jim H get, oh, I don't know. Um, Everybody has wonderful marriages, man. We don't do, we don't do this thing here with the, with the marriages. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, if you got a marriage and it's going great, I applaud you. Let's give them a round of applause. Let's put around. Hey, let's give everybody with a wonderful marriage a round of applause. Uh, You know, I, 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 listen, I had a fantastic marriage. All right. After about five, six years, there was no problem. You know, there was everybody has a problem. All right. But year six through 10 was like year six through nine was like it was terrible, bro. I mean, it was getting worse and worse by the day. It was just chipping away, you know, seven year itch. So I often have to remind people if you're going to take marriage advice from someone, this is going to be difficult. Let me put up a tweet that I put up the other day. And it kind of caught some people off guard. You know, people didn't know what to really do with it. Uh, here's the tweet that I put up. And a lot of people, oh, look at that. Got a lot of likes. I haven't checked it out. I will do the super chats. Don't worry, guys. Here's the tweet that I put up. Shout out to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. It says right here, do not trust married people's advice. Now, when I do these, please understand, Twitter is difficult because you got to get your point across in like how many characters, 150 I don't remember how many characters, 480. Um, you got to get your point across so you don't have time to waste words. So what I meant to say, if I had an extra uh, uh, words here or characters, do not trust all married people's advice. But I couldn't fit all in there. I had to kind of put my emoji in there. I was running out of characters. I had to squeeze it in, you know. Do not trust all married people's advice. That's the point of the message. And it says, they put on a public face, but behind closed doors, they hide, and I had to take they out. They hide years of abuse, years of neglect, years of sexlessness. They all have depression, 
postpartum depression. They'll have financial issues and they won't let the public know. They won't let the public know. Nobody knows about this until, until out of the blue, one of them five for divorces. All right. One of them five for the divorce. And then they proceed to talk mad ish about the other spouse. Now that's when, you know, you go, Oh, wait a minute. What? And in the middle of all of that, while they were going through their problems, they try to work it out. Now, see, the problem is this. Most married people aren't going to air out their dirty laundry because that's a part of marriage. You know, you're trying to work on it or you don't want to look like that married person who's airing out your spouse. That's kind of a no-no, which I understand. However, during the time they're going through problems, they cape for marriage. Oh, you should get marriage. You should get married. Marriage is great. Marriage is wonderful. And then you watch their example. You watch their example. And then you're like, okay, if they can do it, I certainly can do it. And then guess what happens? Guess what happens? They end up going, ah, we're getting divorced. And you're like, wait, you're like, you're like, hold up. You're getting divorced. You literally cape for marriage for 12 years. And you said nothing. When I said, you think I should get married? You were like. Or you said, marriage is wonderful. Don't go do it. It's the love of your life. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And then you went and got married. And then they were like, I hate my spouse. And then they talk shit on that spouse all through the divorce, five years after the divorce. And you're sitting there like, (laughs) you're like, what happened, bro? And so the problem is people aren't supposed to air out their spouses when they're married. Okay. Or when you're working through something, you're supposed to just kind of keep it within. But this is a great opportunity. See, what people are talking about is, look, they're like, when they're married, all they say is, my marriage is good. It is great. It is wonderful. My marriage is good. My marriage is great. My marriage is wonderful. And then you're like, my marriage is good. My marriage is great. My marriage is wonderful. Blink. Blink twice if you need help. If their spouse is around, they're looking at their spouse. My marriage is good. My marriage is great. My marriage is wonderful. <laughs> and then soon as they break out of it, snap out of it. Oh, I hate that Bree. I hate that B. She keeping me out of court. She tried to take me to court, try to steal me in this. And she did that. And I, we ain't had sex in four years. And you're like, <laughs> you sit there like, why didn't you tell me that? Well, I wasn't supposed to tell because I wasn't going to air out my wife. But now she's taking me to court, so I'm going to air her ass out. Same thing that happens with women. They air their spouse out. He's a deadbeat, and he didn't lay the pipe down for eight years, and we was going to do marriage counseling for 12 years, and my kids need therapy, and we broke, and we was bankrupt five times, and we had credit card debt up the yin-yang. you sitting up there like, <laughs> you're like. <laughs> So this is the problem with taking advice from married people. It's because they're not going to tell you it's all bad unless you catch them in private, right? Look at you in private. Again, if you get my book, 52 Things, it's on my website for free. If you get my book, I literally tell you, if you're going to listen to a married man, get his ass out by some pretty young girls, some girls at the junior college, give them some alcohol, and then watch it. All right, then you'll see real quick. Okay. Let me see. Um, so you'll see real fast, get them around some young junior college peace leave and give them some drink and be like, yo wife, we 500 miles away from your wife. 
He'd be like, you can buy me a drink with me. I'm going to let you go with me. I got money in the bank. Jordy, what you think about that? I'll be in the great Cadillac. Baby, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I got ooh, money. Ooh. Shorty had me like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> mm. That's how you get the real. All right, get them out to New Orleans. Get them out to Las Vegas. And then you'll be like, oh, my brother out here. <laughs> anyway, man, shout out to everybody. Let's get to these super chats. Galloway says, I keep saying it. I'm married. Give me the buzzer. He says, Soto Jono, this is a going to be a great show. Yes, indeed. All right, uh, Eugene Morgan in the building right there. He says, damn, it feels good to catch the show on time. Sometimes I'm in the house and not paying attention to the schedule. Go ahead and give me the buzzer. Hey, you're here, man. Nope. Um, shout out to uh, Albert Wesker. XXs bring nada, nothing to the table and brag about it. Well, we're going we're gonna to break that down, Albert, and see if that's exactly true. We're going to let people know what this is. Galloway says, seeing some Maxwell. Baby, if it's cool, we can do a little something, something. You don't know about that. I know what's up, man. I'll be studying the simp songs so I know what to do here, what not to do. We can get a little something, something. All right. All that for two bucks, bro. You better donate bigger than that for me to sing. Anyway, shout out to Go to War, young man. No, you cannot. You can't outsource our love. Reverse gaslight psyops. Something already proven to be contractual. Yes, if it was love, if love was actually a thing, what would you need a contract for? It's all love, right? But marriage is not about love. Marriage is a business arrangement. We've been constantly saying that. So if you get into a business contract, love should not even be part of the equation. You're protecting the business assets. All right. The assets, the liability, the future assets and liability. If it was just about love. Then you would just go ahead and just walk down the aisle, jump the broom or whatever the hell you want to do. Warhammer says in a good way, coach, check it out. It's good. It's good. Really good. I'll check it out. RPM says, I got money. Means you can, in fact, and shout out to RPM. Go follow your boy over there. You can't outsource when they think they bring uh, what they bring uh, to your table, gents. He says, You can outsource it. Just treat them like library books. Check out, use for said purposes, then return to the library, AKA in these streets. We're going to break that part down too, because that's always for part of the equation. Literally, it is what's on the table. All right, it, it is what's on the table. It is the only thing that's on the table. You can fool yourself. You can fool yourself. All right, but that is literally eight, one, numeral uno, ace, and primo. All right, primary. That's what's on the table. Anything else is all incidental. <laughs> James E. says he's, he's supporting the show. Coach, I know this is off topic, but what? You're going to get me that far off topic. What do you think happened to Michael Jackson? He says, I heard you touch on this a few times, but I loved your theory of what happened. What possibly caused this? Uh, maybe we'll say that to the end. You got to remind me. I don't want to lose my train of thought. I know you sponsor, but I don't want to lose my train of thought. All right. Because that could go all over the place. Rob Mulligan. Hey, coach. Thank you for all of the tremendous content. 
since I started listening to you two years ago. But most importantly, thank you for the last every day. You got to make this. You got to make this funny. You got to make this funny. All right. You know, I used to make heavy content. It was heavy. Uh, it's not as heavy anymore. All right. It is still heavy, but I try to throw some jokes in there so you can laugh at least. And then a couple more. Brooke Gemini says in the future, I believe we'll, we'll have cyborgs care for our children and do a better job and human cloning tech for men, um, for men who want to have children minus the female gene. Uh, is it gene drama, divorce, prostitution, because or BS, etc. So people will find a way to get over that. I don't know. It won't be an hour time, but he's saying in the future. Yeah, certainly in the future. It could be a very interesting time because we are trying to figure out. I mean, it, it, unless WW3 really takes us out, we are figuring out ways over time to get around some of these old traditional things that are quite frankly outdated, unless you really want to do it. Okay, unless you really want to do it. Shout out to Brian Peterson in the building. Shout out to you for becoming a member. And let's kick it. As they say, let's kick it. Now, we've all heard the phrase, what do you bring to the table? Have you ever heard that phrase? What do you bring to the table? Many men and many women have gotten into little uh, spats about what do you bring to the table? And let me go ahead and find that. Oh, wait, 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 where is it? All right, wait a minute. Oh, there it is right there. What do you bring to the table? Now, if you put this out here, Many straggle daggles will say me. All right. They will say me. I'm bringing me. All right. Which is going to be very narcissistic approach, because if I just said, well, it's just me as well. She probably would turn that down. She would be like, nope. No. What else do you have, sir? Turn them pockets inside out. All right. What do you do for a living? What do you? There's got to be something else. And we know this and I fully accept that. And I will preface this stream by saying, let me put up the uh, disclaimer. I will say this. Again, I have been married. I think marriage can could work. There could be a system where it could work. It is very archaic. The divorce laws are archaic. And uh, as a result, people take advantage of a situation in which they mislead people and manipulate them. I would say it's almost equivalent to insurance fraud. People get into marriages and say, well, this is just a starter husband. If it doesn't work out, I'll just bounce back. If it doesn't work out, I'll just divorce him. If it doesn't work out, and then they never tell the husband that. And then he goes into it. She loves me. She loves me for me. And then guess what? She loves, she, she ends up loving him or getting what she wants out of it and then pulling out. And I'll get another husband, dude. So like Zoe said, Zoe said, I'll have an engineer doctor. He'll give me what I want. And then when challenged, what if he doesn't give you? What if he divorces you? I'll find another husband, dude. And so a lot of women are doing that. It's just disingenuous, and it's taking advantage of the natural matrimony. But I will say this. Marriage can be good if it's working and for the right reasons and all of that stuff. And it's the perfect scenario to raise children. All right? You're going to have children. Probably should be in a two-parent household in which there's some sort of commitment that ties everybody together legally and supports each other. Uh, doing the single-parent, co-parenting thing is big-time fraudulent. All right. And most people are very poor at co-parenting and single parenting. All right. So uh, when it comes to this, marriage can be good. But now we see a lot of manipulation. And here's the question again. We'll ask the ladies, what do you bring to the table? A very, uh, very lack of uh, a very uh, dumb. We'll just call them dumb 
person will say me. All right. She has nothing of value. She knows the peace leave is on the table and that be it. All right. So she's going to say me. Now, there are some people that will start naming things. They're going to say, I'm going to say I bring these things. Now, what men want to hear is what a lot of people say. You have to be feminine, cooperative and all of these uh, things like that. In addition to do things that will make my life easier. There's a quote or a phrase that goes, a woman should make a man's uh, shouldn't make his man's life hard. He should make she should make his salami hard. She should really make his life easier and all other things easier. Like it should be easy for him to get sexual pleasure. It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be like I got to wait seven days until you're ready. Or it shouldn't be that they fell out and he couldn't really figure it out and she didn't know how to tell him how to figure it out and she married him for other reasons other than sex. And then now that he wants sex, she's like, oh, I can't really fulfill this thing. All right, I'm really not into you. I'm drier than the Sahara Desert. I'm going to just lay on my back like a Carl Jr. star because she would never were sexually aroused with him. She was aroused with him for other reasons and then that's going to be misleading, right? If, he, if she's the only access to sex that he has, and she's starting to say, well, uh, you're going to have to work for it or I'm not feeling it or it's a, it's a school night. I smell like a bag of onions. She starts saying stuff like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Now, that's quite unfair. That means she's got she married him for something other than arousal and women do it. It's perfectly fine. So then you say, what else should you bring? And this is when they start playing. Uh, a, a game of of um, uh, things that don't matter, intangibles. Let me tell you all the intangibles that I'm going to bring. It says right here, here are seven unique qualities women often bring to relationships, okay? Intangible number one, empathy. Mm. Who cares about empathy? I mean, it's nice and all. I like empathy like crazy. All right, I'm not an empathetic person at all. What's else? Gut feeling. Oh, this is fantastic. You're going to bring gut feeling. No, no, no. Just put, take out feelings, take out feeling, move the S over here, and then put guts. All right, nobody cares about gut feeling, or I really want to know what your guts are feeling like. Well, gut feeling ain't going to do it. What about this? Endurance. I don't even know what that's associated with, but I'm not even going to read it. Endurance. We'll go the distance. What about this one? Nurturing, nurturing. All right, we'll come back to that. Support, support. This got to be the greatest list of intangibles I've ever seen. So I'm going to marry you or wife you up for these list of things here. Beauty. Well, beauty's only skin deep, but ugly to the bone. And beauty fades. So you're beautiful now. Later on, you're not going to be beautiful. So I'm going to need something else. Humility. Humility. Oh, boy. These are great list of intangibles. Oh, these are so important, especially in 2022. What I need is some empathy in my life. Let me find a woman who has some of these things. And what this basically is a list of is a can't miss list of what women can promise you within the first six months of a relationship. All right, that's all that is. I'm a nurturer. I'm really nurturing. Watch me. I'll make a grilled cheese sandwich for you and tomato soup. All right, I'll support you. Uh, we'll become millionaires. We'll be a power couple. I, I, the support I have can make you become a millionaire. All right. There's some scoopy stuff like that. And the girl's 26 years old and she ain't seen more than $20,000 a year, but she can somehow in her mind conjure up an idea to make you a millionaire by making you into a slave. All right. Turning you to a slave. 
in which you have to make a million dollars in order to support her. Like you got, she got to keep you on a hamster wheel. But in her mind, she's so business intelligent wise that she can make you a millionaire and she ain't never run a business in her life. Okay. <laughs> so these are the things you hear from them, which is useless information or, or not as useless. These are things that you should bring in addition to peace leave. All right. Because that's what I'm committing to. Am I committed to empathy? Like say, for instance, if you're not empathetic today, can I divorce you? Can I go get some empathy somewhere else? Probably, probably. It doesn't mean you you might be offended, but I'm saying you're not empathetic today. I'll go over here to the neighborhood library and get some empathy. And you'll be like, go get some empathy. Who cares? But if I go get some peace leave, we get in divorce. So what is it? What matters? It The sex matters because that's what I'm legally agreeing to. When I give my vows to you, I literally say for better or for worse, for sickness and sickness and health, uh, for rich or for poor, I take you. And I have you to have you and to hold you as our own. I will not seek another. Uh, this didn't have nothing to do with no empathy. It had all to do with sex. So when this comes to this, they will put these great list of intangibles together as if this matters. But on the back end of it, let's get into that money. On the back end of it, you got to pay. You got to pay big time. And a lot of you guys get into relationships with modern women, women today, and they're doing no more to help you benefit your life than you were already getting by yourself. Now, some of you guys, and this is what typically men do, and it's a very foolish thing. I've been trying to coach you and counsel you on this. Unfortunately, I've been trying to connect it to sex, and some dudes can't really see it. You know, I get it. You don't want to pay somebody to lie on her back. I know it's a great leap. It's a great leap, especially when you're conditioned to believe that that's such a tragic thing. So I'll make it easier for you. I'll make it easier for you. We'll talk about things that you could pay someone from, a man or a woman, that normally a woman in a relationship would have done or done some of that you guys typically think that if I just have a woman around, I won't have to pay someone. All right, that's what we're going to do. Meaning we're going to go through a list of things that men often, because what men do is say, I don't want to pay because I know it costs this much and I don't have it. So what I'll do is I'll get it from a woman for free, right? You'll say, I'll get it from a woman for free, meaning I'll get a girlfriend. She'll live with me. I'll wife her up and she'll do these things out of obligation, meaning I don't have to pay her for it. It's going to be a tragic mistake. Because, yes, you might sh not shell out dollars directly for it, meaning every time your wife folds socks, you don't pay her for folding socks. But there is a great, great payment on the back end. And there's a payment per day of just her being there with the promise that one day she's going to get to that basket of laundry. One day this week, she's going to fold that basket of laundry. And you're going to come in and go, honey, what you been doing all day? You're going to walk in the door and say, damn, that bag up, that basket still sitting there. She didn't fold. And then by day four, you're going to be like, honey, what's going on with this basket of laundry? You going to get to it now. Now you got problems. Now you got problems. OK, and this is where the financial payment is should have been is going to be way better than what you're about to go through by assuming she's going to do this for free or out of obligation. Now you got problems. Let's talk about this. 
we've seen a lot of women say this. The feminism leaves, leave, leaving my body, we did a stream on this one, when World War III starts. Some of them are even doing the pots in the pans where they have the um, they have uh, the woman in the kitchen all of a sudden when they start doing the World War III draft. And so these, these, these memes mean to say that now that they're going to draft me into war, I would rather go back to the kitchen. Problem. You're no longer needed in the kitchen, ladies. That's going to be problematic for you. I think you lost your job on that one. Because what I'm going to show you and reveal to you, there's no longer really a need to house a woman, support her, so she can be in the kitchen. It's much easier to pay somebody and outsource someone rather than to host a woman, give her shelter so that she can be back in the kitchen. See, this is what people don't realize. Ladies, you lost the job by stepping out of the job. And what the world has done, like it always does, is it recorrects. And then it allows people to become gig economists and do jobs that you abdicated. So that you cannot report back to the kitchen for duty. Okay. So here's an interesting article. How much is a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home parent, it should say mom, how much is a stay-at-home parent work? In the 80s, we used to hear conversations about women, especially on Oprah Winfrey, as she reported to duty and in, 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 um, infil uh, not infiltrating, and in indoctrinating these the single mothers. I mean, not the single mothers, but them too, the stay-at-home moms that had time to watch her. And they start saying, you should get paid for your duties at home, ladies. Your husband should pay you. You would be paying, making CEO salary, doing the things that you did. And they would break down everything that a stay-at-home mom does. Now, a typical good stay-at-home mom that is on her grind, that is on her pills and Prozac, that is popping uh, fin fin, that's highly energetic. She wants to be the perfect stay-at-home mom, probably. But many of them didn't really do that very well. And I will add to this, not a lot of women actually do the things that you're wanting them to do if you marry them. They don't do it well at all, meaning they don't clean very well. They don't cook very well, but a lot of times you're trying to pass these duties onto them because it's free. It's free. Women give me sex for free. Women give me, cook me dinner for free. Women clean my house for free. These are all misconceptions. <laughs> Meanwhile, she blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. The entire, every year she does these for free, she blow it up like the Goodyear blimp. Here's, a, here's the article again. We'll show it. How much should a stay-at-home parent work? I'll breeze through it. It says right here, according to 2019 data from salary.com, if you are a stay-at-home parent and paid for your services, you would be looking at a median salary of $178,200. $201. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. If you were a stay-at-home parent and paid for your services, you would be looking at a median annual salary of $178,201. And you have to ask yourself, where the hell did they come up with that number? <laughs> but 
because it seems kind of odd that this woman probably is making more than I would be making in order to have my entire salary. And as you can see here on the left, there's a whole bunch of things that they're going to claim that they do. If you have a young child, it says here, because, because many stay-at-home parents work around the clock, I would take time to dice that up. A stay-at-home parent works around the clock. And the husband does not work around the clock? I know there's some ladies here, but let me just flip this to you really quickly here. Um, when the husband gets home, he has duties. He has duties to the kid. He has duties to the wife. He also had duty to the house. I'm sure he's cleaning out the gutters. I'm sure he's mowing the lawn. I'm sure he's changing the oils in the car. I'm sure he's replacing light bulbs. I'm sure he's a round-the-clock security. He's doing a lot of things, ladies. So he's a around-the-clock worker as well. He just doesn't. Now, there are some guys that come up and put their feet up, but he probably makes the money enough to support that. If he doesn't, you got a bad deal. So while you're doing around-the-clock stuff, scrolling, playing Candy Crush, scrolling TikTok, you're working. You're on the clock, right? If you have a young child, work can mean nighttime feedings, greeting early morning risers, and late-night meal prep. In addition, the stay-at-home parent wears many hats and must employ uh, many skills to be a tutor, a negotiator, a nurse, a, a, a party planner, and a chef, for starters. So what they did was combine the salaries of all of these people and wrapped it up into the single stay-at-home parent. Now, we're just asking because we're, what we're going to do is we're going to compare. You get a girlfriend or a woman or a wife, all of the things that men look and desire from women, not these intangibles, not that empathy stuff. And don't try to wriggle out of it saying, well, I got my own money and I got my own job, right? So I could focus on my career. Because that's going to be another argument. And that's going to be another argument for these broke men that are going for these women. Hey, well, I make 60. She makes 55. We'll put it together and we'll make it work. Nope. And every, and then at some particular point, she comes back home. I got to come home for work and you come home for work and you don't do nothing. I still got to do X, Y, and Z. But we'll put that on the list for you guys that are going to power couple your way through this. And so what they did was combine all of the job uh, descriptions of all of these people here. Private chef. According to Payscale, a private chef can earn $50 an hour. So they just threw that in to the stay-at-home mom salary. If three meals, um, not including snack, takes someone three hours a day to prepare, that's easily $1,000 a week. They just threw that in the salary. Oh, yeah. Grocery shopping? Oh, that's another chore. Oh, these, damn, I got to go grocery shopping. All right. And she talks about what it takes to grocery shop, house cleaner, tidy. I got to tidy up the home. A good house cleaner can make twenty to forty dollars an hour. Just throw that in there. A uh, hundred and uh, one. Uh, sorry, eleven hundred dollars a week. Nah, just throw that in there to my salary. Child care, sick days, federal holidays. I got to work. Health insurance, pay, vision, dental. A good nanny could make twenty dollars an hour. Throw that in there too. All for some dino chicken nuggets and some damn tombstone pizza, and breaking graham crackers. That's snack time. All right. And so you got driver. Oh, I got to drive these kids around the football practice and water polo practice. I got to take them to school, pick it up. So now they take, they take, they take a personal driver and they just threw that out there. Oh, $25 an hour. You get that too. Laundry services. All right. They're literally breaking this down. The bottom line, the, the stay at home mom, home market maker, could sometimes be taken for granted. 
by other family members. All right. So they're not letting her feel. Oh, well, she's in her feelings now. They're taking me for granted. I got to do all these jobs. What if you didn't have to do all of those jobs, ladies? Hey, ladies, what if you hadn't do these jobs? What if you could just focus on your career? So I could focus on my career. Oh, baby. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. What if you can do all the traveling you wanted and you didn't have to worry about us silly old cavemen making you do a job that you should be making $178,000 a year and you can just go island hop? I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. See, what they're not mentioning is a lot of these jobs that she just mentioned, sometimes out of obligation, the man will participate in chore play. You guys will make deals with your wives. Okay, you cook Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll cook uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and we'll go out to dinner as a family on Sunday. I'll do my laundry. You do your own laundry. I'll fold my socks. You, you load them and pull them out the dryer, and I'll fold. Okay, I'll take the kids to school early in the morning, and you pick them up at, you know, so you can go to your job. You pick them up after school. You drive them to football practice, I'll pick them up. All right, so a lot of people are trying to find balance in relationships. And the, just to let you guys know, relationships are going to include these things, ladies and gentlemen. Relationships are going to include these things. Like, they don't, you can't have a relationship without these things coming up. And this is what people don't count in relationships. You guys get into relationships, jump in. We feel good. Everything's good. You feel good. I feel good. You feel good. I feel good. I feel good. You can feel good. And then all of a sudden, real life happens. Oh, who's going to pay this bill? Well, I ain't going to pay it. You be a man and you pay it. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a job. So I could focus on my career. And now you got to have this hard discussion after you're feeling good. Your ball's been drained. Now you have to have a hard discussion of why she should uh, contribute financially. And she's like, I bring you peace leave. Now what she brings to the table, she's going to let you know. Wait a minute. I ain't going to have no man just sexing me down and I got to pay the bills. Now what she brings to the table is now highlighted. Remember, she didn't bring that to the table. She brought empathy, but now she ain't got no empathy. She's like, wait a minute. What man, what woman is letting a man sex her down and still got to pay? Aha. Now. Now we get back down to the table here. It's really about you meet my access to you. Now that peace leave, it got put on the forefront. I thought you didn't bring that to the table. I thought you brought more than that to the table. Obviously not. See, that, that hypocrisy starts creeping on out. So in this case right now, let's break it down. I'm going to do some super chats, and we're going to break it down. All right, shout out to you. Shout out to the super chatters. Where are we at? Oh, there's not that many, so I'm going to continue on. I got my man Dante, the Lost Boys. He says, I'd rather eat Panda Express every day than to have one of them doo-doo, doo-biden, Chicks cooking my food. Oh, my goodness. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, the thing is, this is what's happening. A lot of people don't have home training anymore. We're used to getting takeout and we're used to eating out. We're used to getting avocado toast and Starbucks coffee. The things that we pay for as uh, people, most people in our generations before would never pay for any of these things. You know what I mean? You're like, what? Pay for coffee? You know, you get out there and get your Folgers. You know, old ba baby boomers drinking Folgers out of a tin can, a rusted tin can at that. 
All right. That tin can costs 99 cents and they got a big ass 18 years of coffee. All right. <laughs> they got 18 years of coffee in that tin can, baby boomers. All right. Now we go in and come out to Starbucks <laughs> with the fluffy old music. Oh, I feel good. I got my Starbucks coffee, $8 a cup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like baby boomers didn't spend money like that. Now they, they weren't spending money, but, but, most people ate uh hot dogs, franks, and 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 macaroni and cheese every damn night. <laughs> get that Sanka, right? <laughs> the baby boomers get that Sanka. All right. People ate people ate chili dogs and pork and beans. You know what I'm saying? What's for dinner, mom? Pork and beans. Y'all got gourmet this and kale that. You know what I'm saying? Eating healthy. Now I get it. All the healthy eating's great. But you be lucky to get nothing but grilled cheese, chili dogs, dino chicken nuggets, tater tots, uh, frozen burritos, fried bologna sandwiches. That's what people ate back in the day. Now y'all gotten all this. Yeah, hamburger helper. Now y'all got all this extra stone here. You got kids eating sushi. Fifth graders like, oh, I'm going to go get some sushi. You know what I'm saying? You're like, sushi? Man, you better get this kid some damn macaroni and cheese. Get some fish sticks, right? Get them fish sticks. SpaghettiOs. Get that can of SpaghettiOs open. You like, <laughs> put them, warm it up for two minutes. SpaghettiOs. Everybody, seventh grade, eighth grade, you was just SpaghettiOs. Now these kids eating sushi and salmon. Oh, I'm going to eat some baked salmon and crusted, you know. <laughs> so anyway. Let's get it. Oh, I already did the super chats. All right, so let's get into this and break it on down here. All right. Since women got fired on their day off. Oh, let's put up. Should I put up the list? No, I'll do this. A lot of things that men would are, are struggling with. They're going, okay, why would I have you move in? What do you bring to the table? Okay, sex seems to be one of these things I have to negotiate. Seems kind of like, you know, you you've already had 50 men before me. So it's not as special as you think it would be, but I'll still, okay, I'll consider moving in with it. What else are you going to do here? Well, we're going to share our responsibilities equally. Now that's going to be problematic. Who's going to go grocery shopping? We'll go together. Why do we need to go together? Somebody can run to the grocery store and go get groceries while somebody else is doing something else. All right, is that okay? Here, now you can have groceries delivered right to your door for a fee. Now, the fee could run uh, in excess of 50 to 60 bucks, maybe a little bit less. But now you have Amazon, you have Instacart that will go to all of these stores as needed. And for men and women, single people, they can have their groceries delivered to the dough. All right, isn't that great? What about this? Personal assistant, we'll talk about that. There's other things. You can have your dry cleaners picked up. You can have cleaners. There's a whole bunch of things here. Let's put down the list. Let's put that down first. Let's pull this up. Let's pop this up. Let's put this list up right here. I put it in my notes. Look how professional I am. Look at that. Looks good, huh? Can you see all of that? There it is right there. Now, again, guys, I took peace leave out of this one for now because I know you guys really have a problem with paying for that. 
Like you really can't figure out what you're paying for. I would never give my pay for a woman to do. But then when I say, would you want to pump and dump? You're like, yeah, I want to get her to leave. And these women be tripping when you kick them out. Well, you don't have to have them trip. But we'll leave that off the table for now. They'll literally leave for you. All you got to do is paste two, two, uh, two, two C-notes to her forehead. She'll run. She'll run, squirrel. Now, here we go. A typical budget. If you moved your, had a wife or you moved your girlfriend in because you need a girl and you think she's going to do all these things, let's talk about what you're going to, what cost you're going to face. Real life's going to happen after you have, have sex with her for the first two weeks after you move in. You need shelter. You need a place to live. So broke men will say, well, I can only afford X amount of dollars, but if I move a woman in, I can save money on rent and she can pay a portion of the rent. Uh, that's a mistake already. You're already leading in there uh, with the less masculinity than you need. All right, food and dining. Somebody needs to go grocery shopping if you move in with the girl. Now, for the guys that aren't dating or not moving in with girlfriends, this conversation is, is moot. We're talking about guys that are choosing wives and girlfriends as, as opposed to outsourcing. And they're using their wife and girlfriend, either their income or their labor, to get through life for free. All right, for free. Free. All right, so these things are done for free. Free. All right, grocery shopping. Somebody's got to go to the grocery store, right? Uh, delivery, like uh, food delivery, like, like Uber. All right, let me put that in here. Or pizza. Somebody's got, if you live with a woman, one of the two of you have to do this. If you have to do it, and let's say you make more money, then you have to take time out of your day while you're making money to go to the grocery store. It can become problematic, and it can become one of those things you get tired of. I go to the grocery store sometimes and sometimes food delivery, but even myself, I'm at the grocery store at least two times a week, if not three times a week. There's always a grocery store run. You always got, oh, shit, I need this. I need that. You always, you know, I want, oh, shit, I ran out of soy sauce. All right, whatever it is. Delivery. Even if you live with a girl, you're going to deliver. You're going to eat out. You're going to do a lot of eating out, but you're going to eat out. Entertainment. Date night. Gentlemen, if you move in with a girl or get, get a wife, you still have to date her. I don't know if you guys know that. No, you're getting her for free, right? You're getting her for free. She's going to lay on her back. You're never going to date her. You're never going to do anything good for her. You're just going to tell her, woman, lie on your back. You're getting it for free, right? You see my free over here? You're getting it for free. You're still going to have to date her. Now, the cost is as needed. We'll get to that. You're going to go to concerts and plays and movies and, and, and events. You're going to have to do those things. Because at some point, she's going to call your ass out. Gift giving. Oh, yes. She's going to need some gifts. You're going to have to give some gifts. And other than that, you're going to have to give gifts for others, including her family members. So all the money you're bringing in, she's going to say, well, little Johnny's first birthday party is coming up. We need to go to it. And he needs a toy. He needs a toy. Now, the cousin's birthday party is going to come up. Her granny, her mama, all of these, her daddy, all of these people are going to come up. And you're going to need the, oh, we need a gift for them. Damn, we need another gift. Oh, shit. Okay, get them a gift card. $20. No, 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 no. $50. Oh, hell, God damn. Okay. 
What about this? Partying. Y'all got to go to some parties. Baby showers, bridal showers, nightclubs, girls' nights out, events, galas, fundraisers. She going to need a dress. She going to need her hair done, her hair pulled back. She going to need a Brazilian, Brazilian blowout. <laughs> Them expenses are going to add up. Yes, you were saving money, but you're going to go, whoa, you need your Brazilian blowout. How much is that? Oh, $50 at the dry bar. Oh, dang. I need a new dress. I need to go get a new dress, pretty woman style. I need to go to Nordstrom's and go get me a new dress. There's an event coming up. Let's go to this event. What about this bridal shower? I got to go to the bridal shower. My girl's getting married. I got to go to Las Vegas. I got to go to girls' nice house, shake my ass, and let my hair down. Go to the nightclub. Stuff start adding up. Weddings, funerals. <laughs> These expenses start adding up. Travel. Hey, let's go on a vacation. Let's go on a vacation. Okay, let's go on a vacation. You book the flights. You book the hotel on your credit card, and I'll show up with the peace leave. And let me tell you something. When we get to Barbados, I'm going to put that peace leave on you. I ain't gonna get, you ain't never seen this peace leave the way I'm going to put it on you when, to be, when we get to Barbados. When we get to Barbados, I'm going to give you that peace leave, and it's the same peace leave you're getting in Columbus, Ohio right now. It ain't going to be no different. And when you get there, she's going to want to go to the spa. She's going to want to go to the restaurant. She's going to want to go shopping, haggling, buying little knickknack stuff you need to bring back in luggage. I can't fit it in my luggage. Can you put it in your luggage? Mm. Now, let's get down to the dirty dozens right here. Cleaning. Dry cleaning. Laundry. House cleaning. Car cleaning. Car washes. All of these things. Okay, these are all expenses, and you're going to be bleeding and dry. Savings. I don't know if you guys know that if you marry a woman, your retirement, y'all got to save for retirement together. Now, she's going to have a 401 KKK. <laughs> Her 401k going to have $60,000 in it at the end by the time she get done working. So I could focus on my career. You know, she works for Enron right now. Her 401k about to get wiped the hell out. Or she didn't already took portions of the 401, uh, 401k out to pay off her student loan debt. She ain't going to have a lot of student loan, uh, so a lot of 401 triple K. <laughs> She's going to have 60k in it. That 60k, y'all going to blow that in your first year of retirement. So retirement is going to be mostly on you. You better have $2 million saved for retirement. And you still going to have to go to work after you retire. You need health insurance. You need dental insurance, eye insurance, life insurance. Don't tell her you got life insurance, car insurance. These things escalate. And they throw them in the pot together with both of your money. Now, most of your money is going to get paid to cover most of this stuff. And she's going to have a little bit left over of her money so she can go shoe shopping. Well, this is my money. I'll give you some of my money, but this is my money. <laughs> Hidden expenses, invisible expenses. Now, this is where it gets good. Stress. See, every day you get free sex from your wife and your girlfriend, you get access to it for free. Every day you get her to clean your house for free, clean your crib. She puts on her music on a Saturday morning and she gets to vacuuming and cleaning. 
She looking at you. Why ain't you helping? She giving you the business. Every time you get something for free, she get to stress you the hell out. You compound this over years and years and years. She going to stress you the hell out. You're going to take years off of your life living with this woman. You're going to wish you threw yourself in front of a big old semi-truck. The amount of BS that you're going to have to put up with to get free stuff done around the house. <laughs> free stuff done around the house. She's going to stress you the hell out. Okay. You got to deal with everyday discussion, rehashing the same topic over again, her putting pressure on you, her putting ultimatums on you, her going to girls' nights out. Oh, I'm going to Bunko tonight. Then you find out she's shaking your, her ass. Stress, stress. It might lead you to have to do counseling, <laughs> therapy. You're putting your reputation on the line. Now, she could be counseling you. You could be counseling her. But to do that, you have to give her your ear, lend her your ear. Meaning every thought she has, you're going to have to hear about it. Every joke she wants to tell, she's going to have to hear about it. Every bit of information she learned today, you're going to hear about it. Every hard day at work, you're going to hear about it. Every good day at work, you're going to hear about it. So you're her counselor. And then when you want to go seek counsel for her, stop complaining and do your job and just man up. What about rehab? Meaning you have to rehabilitate your relationship. That's going to cost. You got to go to church counseling. You have to rehab. You, you lose the spark. See, all of these free stuff start adding up on the back end. Oh, we lost the spark. Oh, we don't sleep in the same bed anymore. Oh, we got to do this. Oh, the spark is gone. I'm driving in the Sahara Desert. I'm interested in other men. I'm interested in other women. See, I have a phrase that says maintenance is cheaper than repair. So a lot of people don't do any maintenance on their relationship. They just wait till it's repair time. Okay, and then when it's repair time, the bill becomes really high. But when you use maintenance, you're kind of patching it up along the way. Band-aid here, band-aid here, band-aid here, band-aid here. That's maintenance. Repair, you need bandage. You need triage. Sex. Oh, guys, yes. There's a cost for sex. I'm not happy. Oh, <laughs> yes, gentlemen. See, I get it for free. You're going to find out, oh, yes, you pay. You pay in stress. You pay in years. You pay in work. Now, the, again, this used to work, but there's a major disadvantage to it now for you to even get involved in it. Men have figured that out. But you're going to pay. Oh, you're going to pay. You're going to have to take her to the movies, date night, entertainment, concerts, all this stuff. She's going to want to go see her favorite artists, her country artists, her RB artists. She's going to want to go to Girls Nights Out. She's going to want to go to galas, events, travel. You're going to have to go on vacations. Every time she clean up, I need a reward. You need to take care of me. I need to go out. I need to do this. Uh, you didn't help me clean up the house all day Saturday. What do you need to do? You're going to have to do something for him. Why don't you order me some Ruth's Chris? You pay. You pay, sir. I get it for free. I'm a married, honest man. I get it for free, and you have to pay. <laughs> companionship. Oh, sir, you pay for companionship. You see right up here? Shelter. That's rent, mortgage, bills, light bill, electric bill, all that. You pay, sir. You pay for a companionship. You trick. Massages. My wife is going to give me a massage about twice a year. 
And then when she massage you, it's going to be lazy as hell. As the years goes on, it gets lazier and lazier and lazier. Now, when we get to this, children's expenses, we haven't even got to pay for the kids, y'all. Child care, school, clothing, future expenses for your children. If they're going to be an average Joe, just picking their fingernails and picking boogies. All right. If they're going to be the average everyday ham and egg kid. All right. It's going to cost you minimal compared to if you invest in your kid. That's a whole nother expense. You paying. What about if you have a dog, a cat, a mouse, a rat, a hamster, a gerbil, a snake? Oh, that all costs money, brothers. So uh, let me check the super chats. And we're going to talk about which one of these items, if any, can you outsource today? Do you need a wife or a girlfriend to do free labor around your house? You know, they're designed to find out. They don't want to do no free labor. You're going to pay. And not only are you going to pay up front, on the back end, you're going to pay. You're going to cut a fat check when the relationship don't work. I'm not happy. <laughs> She's going to say, I gave you eight years. You pay me. You owe me for those eight years. I gave you 13 years. You owe me for those 13 years. I gave you 26 years. I was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week. She said, I was at the job when no one else was there. Helping you get on your feet. 11 years of sacrifice. And you can leave me at the drop of a dime. Swallow my tears. Swallow my pride. I should have left your ass long time. Oh, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Oh, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time. Because you're not worth my tears. <laughs> You're going to pay for the release. When you give her her walking paper, she's going to say, <laughs> I was your lover and your secretary. He said, oh, my goodness. Asia said 730 times the number of times we made love. They're going to they they call it all back. Hey, I made love with you all these years, all these times. I gave you my body. Bruh, that's what you're going to, now you're going to cut a fat check on the end. But you guys don't know, coach, put the scarf, he says, put the scarf on like Mary J. Yeah, put the scarf on with the glasses, all right, get the, get the lighter and burn up his clothes. Man, she going to say, I'm not happy. And then she going to say, cha-ching. I got money. Man, it's crazy. But this is what you guys don't know. You guys getting it for free. Getting it for free. I don't pay for sex. I don't pay for nothing. for. But you get into a relationship. Oh, my wife gives me her desirable sex for free. I get it for free. <laughs> you get it for free. This is what it is, man. You know what? Hey, baby, I wash the clothes. I fold the laundry. Baby, you didn't even have to fold it. I get in. Can I get some sex? Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. 
I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I want to go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? And let us, let's just add this, and we'll do the Super Chats. Every year this goes on, physically she gets worse. I mean, I'm, I'm just letting y'all know. I'm not physically. It gets worse and worse and worse. Her whole fire and desire, her whole desire got worse and worse and worse. Ask a married guy over 10 years, when's the last time he got his salami slurped? The last time she slurped it, and she slurped it good. I bet you he can't remember. When was the last time I had her soul, though? I got her soul. When was the last time she stuck the golf ball through a water hole? She can't remember. But he paid thousands of dollars per month. <laughs> this dude paid thousands of dollars a month to not get any. Okay, let's make it clear. When was the last time you got your salami slurp by your wife? Okay. With enthusiasm. He's like, damn, when? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. And then that big old lady wrap her big old fat fingers around your stuff. You like, <laughs> shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash App. Supporting the show. Appreciate all the cash appers. Um, if you guys want to do cash app, if you don't like YouTube or any of the things, man, we got you. We got you back over there. Who else? Uh, Michael Dixon. Shout out to you on the cash app. Supporting the show. All right. I got a little vehicle problem. My my people just notified me. I got to I got to take care of that. Who else we got here? Eugene Morgan. He says men don't want to pay. Meanwhile, we've already moved into the subscription based service. He says, call it P-S-A-A-S, <laughs> Peace Leave as a Service. And ladies, unfortunately, that, when you get down to the, even to now, there's women that got, we're going to go, there's women that got delivery of Peace Leave. They deliver a Peace Leave on demand. All right. <laughs> Ramil, Raw Mill says, they don't got a 401k. It's a ho or 1k. <laughs> Are you a freshman? Wait, the that's not what I wanted. So I could focus on my career. Lady, what y'all 401k looking like right now? What y'all 401k is looking like? Where, where's my career women? So I could focus on my career. Men, what are your 401ks looking like? 401k ain't looking good. I don't know if you guys know. You know, if you tap into that 401k and you're in your mid-30s, and you got to put all that money back into your 401k right now. 
and you retire anywhere in the next 20 years, y'all not retiring. Let's just put it like this. Y'all not retiring. Let's just, just call it what it is. Forget about your retirement. You going to work. Wait, hold on for a second. You going to work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. <laughs> we know people broken. In, man, these gas prices going to have people broke. 401k? You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. <laughs> about some 401k. Somebody said, yeah, they done borrowed against that 401k and took the tax hit at least twice. Don't play with me, y'all. My 401k. All right, so who else got a year? Moron says, my late wife cost $500 to $1,000 a week for 25 years. Now made Gardner cook all that for less than $1,000 a month. This is what we're, Moron's breaking it down. This is what we're talking about. We're going to get into it. It's much cheaper now that service providers are providing these opportunities. This is why people aren't getting married. And even women, women are using these service providers now. And they are going into, because they, they use the service providers and then they go into relationships and then they'll say, well, I'm not going to cook and clean. I'll just, we'll just hire the service providers we're hiring. Wait a minute. <laughs> So what the hell are you going to do? Please let me know what you're going to do. Because I know I'm using the majority of my money to pay for all these. What's your purpose? Why are you here? <laughs> Fred Flintstone is in the building. Thank you for being here, Fred. And Wilma. Charlie Brown says, men, it's either freedom or free doom. Hashtag free agent for life. Younger retired, no cap. Sorry, Kaylee's no Jasmine Rice for you. You need it for my no need it for my swole diet. So you taking up all the Jasmine Rice? <laughs> People are like, you get me, you get my company, you get my beautiful face, man. Please, are you serious, bro? Charles D. Curry, I met this thirty-year-old sister. Sister, you been on. Oh, my mind. He says, I met this 30-year-old sister at 7-Eleven the day after work. I asked her, would you remarry at age 50? She said, hell no. I'm not getting married now. All right. So there was, hey, listen, I'm not mad at her. She's like, hell to the no, no, no. We'll see, man. Because the economic conditions going to change all of that. And and I think ladies, by the time they get that old, they already know they not they they're they're not marriageable. It's it's a it's almost impossible for them to get married statistically. And then you have to make it work. So the marriage probably won't work. It'll fail if they do get married. And if they don't get married, it's almost impossible for them to get married. Age fifty, it's over. The man with no name, my tuition and a little something for that Mary J classic. Thank you, sir. That's a classic. Vanessa, save your money. And dignity by paying for it directly. Shout out to Finesse. Finesse was coming after me yesterday. Because a lot of you guys, are, we listen, a lot of these things that you guys put up with just to have her around the house 24-7, 365, 
you got to put up with a lot of BS and you're paying a lot of money for it to not get it. Slipknot says, I paid coach 250K for free peace leave in my divorce. This stream is true, gentlemen. Lost 100K from my 401K. X saved nothing in hers. Save your money. How many times did we have to talk about this? I know because I know Dr. BOA was doing a comparison between one of the guys from, um, I can't ever think of their name. I don't, I don't watch their channel. Um, the Atlanta, I think they're in Atlanta. I came with them. What's the, what's their name? Anyway, why is the breakfast club coming up? You guys know with me with names. Anyway, the breakfast brothers. Anyway, those guys are trying. I think one of them got roommates, breakfast brothers, the roommates. So the roommates are, they're, they're trying to push towards marriage now. Right. And so they're using these red pill facts to try to get men to get women to correct themselves. Hey, Correct yourselves. And so what they're doing is um, they're, they're trying to say, well, forget all the data. There are good marriages out here. Okay, I've already blown that to smithereens. But if there is a good marriage, does it still not come into the equation that you could have to write a check afterwards? See, that's, that's what I'm talking about there. They're saying there's good marriage, but does that mean that there's not going to be a cost? Are you ignoring the cost or are you just saying that there's a good marriage? And of the marriage that remain, does it mean that they're good? I've already blown that to smithereens. I'm not trying to discourage you from marriage. I'm trying to get men to think. Think before you do it because this information is not presented. But they're just saying this. They're good marriages. Where are they at? Where? Where? And by the time you find out it's a good marriage, then you'll find out they'll divorce it. They're, they're divorcing five years later. What happened? Oh, well, we just fell out of love. Anyway, this guy Slipknot's telling you, man, you pay on the back end. There's no such thing as free, guys. Somebody said, discourage, please, coach, discourage. I'm just trying to get you guys to think ahead of time. Because too many of you guys go in and you think you're getting it for free and there's no cost. And she's going to do it out of love and not, not anymore, guys. Women aren't doing that anymore. There's very few women that are going to do that. They all think that they're, they're literally monetized now. So they think this is how they think. I'll, I'm going to just review this real quickly. This is how they wait a minute. Take that down for a second. This is how they think now. They go. They go. How much should I be getting paid if I do these things for my husband? How much should I make? Because everything me, everything to them equals salary, money. So long gone are the days where the woman says, um, I'm doing this, and then what I get in return is support and shelter and good children in the end on the back end. Um, you know, I'm doing this for the goodness. Remember right here, watch this, watch this. What, what does she bring to the table? Uh, one of them was nurturing. I'm the nurturer. I will nurture my kids. I will have a great fit. Not many of them are doing that. And not many of them are counting the cost of what it takes to have her in the house monthly. Even if she has her own salary, there's a cost for her to be there. Like if you stop the, the, the marriage doesn't mean that everything that I put in there, like none of that counted. And legally, none of it counted. You're with her for five, 10, 15 years. Everything you put into the marriage, financially, emotionally, 
it counts for nothing in the end. They basically draw a line. The legal team draws a line and they say, okay, now what do we have left? Okay, you save 190 grand. We're going to dice that in half. She gets 80, you get 80. And you're like, hold up. What about when I supported her? You were supposed to do that. (laughs) And you're like, okay, I bought her a laptop. I bought her a bike. I bought her clothes. She gets to leave with that. One thing T.K. Kirkland said, I heard on Vlad TV the other day. T.K. Kirkland says, and he's a comedian. He says, why does they, when you leave a basketball team, when you leave a basketball team, I know this is not, it's not a good comparison, but it's a funny joke. When you leave a basketball team, you don't take the playbook. You don't take the uniform. You don't take the key to access the facility. You don't take the popcorn machine. You don't take the person picking out the popcorn machine. You don't take the arena with you. You don't take the key to the arena. You don't take the locker room. You don't take the soap. You take nothing. You take nothing. But in marriage, you provide all of that, and she gets to walk out of the door with it, preparing herself for the next team that she goes on to. She take the uniform. She take the key access. She take the years and experience. She take the kids. She take she take everything with her and this goes to she raises her sexual marketplace value inadvertently you raise it to her she leaves a little bit better than when she walked in the door more than likely she came out a little bit better than when she walked in the door except for 11 years of sacrifice that's all she all she did was put in time in her body and she left off better why Why are people allowed to do this? You know why? Because you're suckers for love. That's why. To you, it makes sense. (laughs) And she goes, all right, I left with a little bit of cash in my account. I left with 11 years less, but I left with my new cell phone, my new bike, my new scooter, my new laptop. I I left with all that. (laughs) See, it's no longer traditional anymore. They look at everything as what do I get out of this? Even if they're performing duties, she's like, there should be payment for this, even though you're paying her. Even though you guys are rising together. You move from one house and upgrade to a bigger house. She don't count that. You were supposed to do that. You were supposed to move. You were supposed to upgrade me to make me happy. You don't get the bigger house? Well, I'm not happy. I'm going to divorce you. Oh, you got me the bigger house? Good. That increase in mortgage is going to make you work more overtime. And she's going to say, you're never here. You should be here more. And you're like, well, I'm out working to pay for this house. Well, I pay too. I pay too. I got a job. Here's my $1,200 a month. Here's my $2,500 a month. See, these are the things that these guys get into when you're trying to get it for free. See, now we're going to break it down. We're going to bring it on down. We're going to bring it on down. Free. I get women for free. I got her soul. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of shuffling. Speaking of shuffling, we got to shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, let's get back to the list. Now, let's just say 
you don't live no girl. You don't have a wife or a girlfriend. You live the free agent lifestyle. You like forget all that. Wouldn't it be cheaper to pay for these services outright? All these things that she claims she's going to do and she's doing out of the kindness of her heart, her heart, or she's doing it and she's making you pay for it or whatever it is. What if I pay someone else to do it? So shelter. Obviously, if you don't have a wife or a girlfriend, you pay the full rent. Now, some of you guys, again, are going to make bad deals. Maybe I can save on rent by moving a girlfriend in. As you go down this list, you know that ain't going to be true. By the time you take two trips to Bed Bath & Beyond and Target, you already then filled in the rest of that budget. That budget is busted, all right? You could have just moved in by yourself, but she had to go to Target. She had to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. You had to get that certain bed spread. Now your budget is busted. You, you already covered it, all right? So now, let's go to food and dining. There are now food prep services in which many times it is a woman, oddly enough, they don't want to do no cooking and cleaning, but when it's time to do their own business, they'll do a food prep service and they'll struggle their way to uh, keeping this business afloat, cooking every day. Give it an L. You make that make sense. Make that make sense. I'm not going to cook for no man, but I'll start a food prep, prep cooking business in which they cook every day. A woman will work at Subway making sandwiches for men all day, get home for you and complain about making your ass a sandwich. <laughs> this is the world we live in. Clown world. <laughs> you like, hey, babe, uh, can you put one of them sandwiches together for me? Can you make me a turkey, uh, a turkey sandwich? I ain't making you no turkey sandwich. You're like, you've been making turkey sandwiches all day. <laughs> all right but you can hire a food prep service and they're very relatively inexpensive compared to moving your girl in and her making dino chicken nuggets tombstone pizza and most of the time you delivering out for food of course you're gonna have to deliver out for food they got uber for that so now you don't even have to go to the restaurant and see all of these hopeless romantic couples. You can stay at home and let uh, Lucille's bring you some good-ass barbecue in Uber. Hey, you don't need them no more. There's people already doing that. So now you outsource that, and many times it comes off cheaper because the back end is no longer, you're no longer paying for all this. Stress, counsel, rehab, relationships, sex, I'm not happy. Paying your own woman for sex just to keep a roof over her head, you're no longer paying for that. You're paying an extra fee for that. What about entertainment? This costs as you need it. Most of the time, if you don't have a wife or a girlfriend, you can go entertainment on the cheap. You could just Netflix your way through the whole thing. You could go pay for see. I got season tickets to the Raiders. So that's my entertainment. Hopefully, I get to use the damn thing some of these days. All right. But I can provide my own entertainment that I don't have to drag a woman to. I also have a regal monthly movie pass now most of these things aren't that expensive like a regal movie pass is 23 bucks a month and i get to go to unlimited movies and sit my ass down whenever i want to go no dinner no movie i don't have to buy extra popcorn extra snacks uh uh uh, uh red vines big bucket of popcorn big ass tall drinks nothing mm. see when you go to the movies with your girl 
You're going to have to get a big bucket of popcorn, wait in line, hot dogs, uh, gummy bears, uh, red vines, and all that. Sh <laughs> when you go by yourself, you sneak in a microwave bag of popcorn and a soda. You just sneak the damn thing in. You go to a matinee, nobody checks. Most of the time, yeah, they take two sips of the soda. They eat half the popcorn. You throw the shit away before you even get out the door. Oh, here, we ain't even using it. You leave it down there. $80 to go see some movies just because you want your girl there. Oh, hell no. Mm. You save on all that. <laughs> what about this? Gift giving. See, a lot of times, you you know, you can hire a personal assistant to handle your affairs. Much cheaper than to house the woman. You hire a personal assistant. Hey, every time there's a, a, a party, a gift, put it in my calendar. Make sure they get flowers. Send them a gift card. Send them ahead of time. Remind me. Uh, send my mother some flowers on Mother's Day. You can hire a personal assistant for this. You can hire them virtually. And say, keep control of my calendar. Make sure when events come up. Uh, send them send them the note. Send them everybody to here. Sign it. Put my stamp on it. Send, send them some 1-800-Flowers. You can actually go to 1-800-Flowers and have a reminder pop up. Send send them that. Send them that thing. Yeah, send them that. Plan events, birthday parties, all of that. You can have somebody on the side that do that. But no, I got to have a wife. Yeah, you can use your own calendar. Where's my calendar? Use your own calendar. Sit up there. Take an hour a week. Now, who needs to do this? Okay, all right. Sign your old card. Okay, this can be outsourced. You no longer have to do it. And you know why these companies are doing it? Because no longer can you depend on a human being to do it for you. Where women have dropped the ball, you got fired on your day off. They actually have given up all the things that they could have done in a relationship. And men have figured out, oh, I can just hire somebody for that. So that when a woman comes in and says, I can be your plus one, you're like, you're no longer needed. It's cheaper and less stressful to do these other things. What about around your house? Cleaning. Landscaper. There's people that Hector and Ramondo do is landscaping. You call up Hector and Ramondo's landscaping business. You be like, hello, hola, como esta? De donde eres? E2, me too. E2, e me too. Me llamo Gregorio. Si, Flores. You know what I'm saying? Tres Flores. You ain't got to sit out there and go mow the lawn or nothing. Romando, Paco, he said Paco, they all come over and do it. You give them some cerveza, you give them a tip. Yo, you want some cerveza? You pay him off, pay him cash under the table so he can support his family and he good to go. You ain't got to be out there. Look, honey, I'm mowing along like a good little simp. <laughs> but then what you'll do is you'll hire, you'll get her. You'll hire a damn landscaper and you find out Hector in the back with your wife. Mm. What about cleaning? I hire a house cleaner to come to my house weekly. Two Latina chicks. Shout out to my housekeepers, Rosie. <laughs> I don't know the other lady's name. She don't speak barely any English. It's Rosie and her partner. And every now and then there's like a teenage girl they bring when school's out. Well, most of the time when they come in, I leave. I'll be like, I got to get out of here. I ain't want to hear all this damn cleaning. 
right? I go on the walk. I go vlog. I take the dog out. I go to the mall. All right. I go do something else when they show up. So Rosie comes over and they clean the whole house. They be out here. Hola, Gregorio. Oh, I love the Lord. You know, they start preaching to me. Hey, how you doing, Rosie? You good? Como esta? All right. I eat through. Yes, eat through. Yes, yes. Don't it is. Yes. Uh, buenos dias. Sorry, I'm out of here. Mm. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. She ended up be gone. All right. So anyway, it's cheap. 150 bucks, bro. Every week. 150 every week. And they be so nice. I think I actually pay overpay them. I think they only quoted me 120, and I'll be like. Or it's like 125. You know, they quoted me some effed up stuff. Like, you never have a five. So I paid them 140. Like, who has a $5 bill? I always got to run to the ATM. I'll be like, let me go pay Rosie. Here you go. And she take the money. Oh, gracias. She put it down her bra. <laughs> Hola, Gregorio. Hi, Rosie. You want me to start upstairs or downstairs? Same conversation every week she come in. Upstairs or downstairs? Oh, start upstairs, you know, if I'm still working on the computer. Okay. She all happy, jipper. She, she, she happy as hell. Now, if my wife or my girlfriend was doing that and I was on my live stream, she'd be interrupting me. I'm trying to clean up and you all here on your live stream every day. You said you was going to get off at 11 o'clock and you still talking. I'm trying to clean up. She'd be out here trying to clean up around me, bumping into stuff. Hey, hey, get your ass out of here. What the hell is going on? She'd be out here. You said you were going to get off at 8 o'clock and take me out to dinner. Mm. But I'm still doing my live stream right now. I'm talking to the coach gang, but I want to go out to dinner. You said you would take me out. Do you have to do a live stream every night? Can you take one day off? Nope. <laughs> Complaining. Throwing socks at me on the side. Throwing me eye, eye lasers. I'm tired of picking up your socks. I'm tired of cleaning these baseboards. Then I get off the show. What's wrong with the baseboards? What, what do you mean what's wrong with the baseboards? I'm tired of it. I get off. I'm like, damn, did you clean the blinds? What the hell? Look at this. Holy shit. <laughs> or what's worse, she'll she'll move in and then we'll hire Rosie and she'll complain about what Rosie does for house cleaning. Rosie don't do this. You need to get a new house cleaner. Nah, Rosie been with me for five years. She good. All right. Rosie been with me for good. Well, Rosie don't do a good job. You need to fire her. They, you just moved in. You already firing my house cleaners? She could do better than this. Damn, you paying her way too much. I wouldn't tip her nothing. I ain't giving Rosie a tip. She giving Rosie attitude. She looking at Rosie. You need to do better when you in here. Because I know when you in here, you be in there warming up tortillas. And I ain't lying. She do be in here warming the tortillas up. When I come in back early, she like, before she leaves, she said, oh, can I use the microwave? I was like, you just cleaned it. Warming up her tortillas for lunch break. But anyway, I'm not saying anything racist. That's what she does. <laughs> and Rosie looking a little bit sexy. I see how her, I see how that girl that they bring every now and then, she can't speak no English, but I see how she looking at you. She ain't trying to take my man. I know you be trying to blow Rosie's back out. Why is she wearing lingerie today? Mm. <laughs> Messing up my stuff with Rosie. All right, leave Rosie alone. But that's what they do. 
instead of doing the work, they fi fire Rosie and I got to bring in somebody else. I'll do the cleaning. Forget Rosie. I'll clean it up. Two weeks later, she ain't cleaned up a damn thing. We can save money if you fire Rosie and Hector and Ramondo. I'll do the landscaping and I'll do the house cleaning. Two weeks later. <laughs> she that came in to sabotage all my lifelong people. You know these people stay committed to you, bro. You give them a pay, you give them a job, they ain't never leaving you. I can't get rid of Rosie. Rosie always texting me, can I come clean your house? I'll be like, damn, Rosie? Yeah, okay, bring up, bring it over, Rosie. You a good lady. They ain't never leaving you. You hire, you hire them for a job, they calling you, making sure every week. Uh, am I coming in this week? No trabajo? Ah, see. They'll drop your ass as a client. You don't hire their ass. Oh, no trabajo? Okay, okay, I'm out. <laughs> anyway, what else is going on here? Car wash. Car wash right here. Guys, we can hire, I hire a mobile cleaner every now and then because I have three cars. All right, so I actually taking the cars all the way to the car wash over and over again. It gets really expensive, but I hire a guy who cleans all the cars for cheap. Like it's like $20 per car. Now, if I took them to the car wash, a good car wash, it'll be well over that. And then um, if I took it to the car wash myself, it would take just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. All right. And then I got to run it through the little machine car wash. All right. So the guy comes in, mobile cleaner, cleans them all at once. Of course, if her car is there, her ass got to get her car. Can you put my car in? No, no, they just cleaning my cars. Well, since they're here, can they clean my car? And could you pay him? I'll pay you back. You don't see that money back. Mm. I'll pay you in peace leave. Tonight, I'll give you a little bit of sloppy. I'll lick it up and down. Pause. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to have a junior college doing it. So anyway, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. And if you go to the next day, savings, you don't have to save for her retirement. You don't have to save for her health insurance. You don't have to pay her health insurance. Can you can you put me on your health insurance? Because my health insurance is mad expensive at my place. And then you forget. They taking an extra $250 out to insure her ass. And she at the doctor every week. Copay driving you through the roof. All these claims popping up on your email. Damn, you was at the doctor. What the hell was you doing? Got to cover the deductible. Dental. <laughs> Dental. Uh, eye insurance. Oh, I needed some new glasses. I got the eye insurance, but I needed the new glasses. The ones they cover don't cover, so I got the 250. So you pay for glasses anyway. Yeah, I like these frames. Do you like this frame? I like these frames. This is the stuff you got to put up with. I once, I was once getting my eye exam, and I saw a lady that I knew at the gym. And it's an older woman. She a, she a flat back for show. She a, and she got divorced, of course. Lived in a big old fancy house. And she saw me. She was like, I know you. And I was like, yeah, you know, allegedly she was like a former Miss America, but I can't confirm that. But this is, you know, Newport. Long, skinny, she tall as hell. Flat back, surfing USA. So anyway, I bump into her at the eyeglass store. I'm getting my eye exam. I'm waiting. She sees me. Yeah, I know you from the gym. And she was like, um, oh, okay. So then she started calling me her friend. <laughs> oh, my friend. She trying on glasses. These glasses or these glasses? She's asking me. Bro, I was sitting there like, <laughs> this is how I was looking at her like this here. 
because I barely talked to her before. But then this is how I was looking at her. I was like, she go grab two new frames, come back all long, skinny, not an ounce of body fat on her. No, no acetal, no, no boobies. She was like an iron board. She come back. You like these glasses or these glasses? These glasses to these glasses. I'm sitting there like, hold up. <laughs> I was like, if you don't bend that damn thing over, would you bend it over? I'm doing all this damn work for free. But I remember when she got divorced. She was the stay-at-home mom. And uh, I remember because I had trained in this gym for years. And then I remember she got divorced. And I remember she hopped on Tinder. I heard her talking about hopping on Tinder for the first time. She was like, there's guys out here that want to bang me. She basically talking about this. And I was like, oh, boy, this girl going to be on the carousel. She didn't got that body ridden. So this is what I'm talking about, guys. It costs. It's better. It's much more. It's much more cheaper to pay for these services outside of her as opposed to this. And then you get no stress. You don't have to listen to all her stuff. Paying for sex. Let's talk about that. If you want a massage and a rub and tug, if you want a young junior college girl from seeking, if you want to hang out at Figueroa, there's service providers getting at it by the minute on seeking. It's junior college orientation every day. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm never running out of here. I never run out of girls. I actually get tired. I'm like, I'm tired. There's too many new girls on here. You're going to get a rub and tug. You can pay for this, guys, now. Now, I know there's going to be some guy. But I get it for free, coach. <laughs> and these women are wanting to get make you feel good. Why? They want to come back. They want to come back. They want to make you feel good. But she's not giving you her soul, coach. She's not giving you her soul. I don't want her soul. <laughs> I don't have to roll around on Tinder with 300-pound chicks anymore. I don't have to be married and then look at my wife jump out the shower like this here. <laughs> I don't want to jump out. I want to be like, hey, uh, babe, is that you? <laughs> she jump out the shower. All right, yeah, you know. I'm going to go put my, I'm going to go pour myself a glass of wine. I'm going to go pour myself a glass of wine, put my feet up and watch some housewives tonight. Mm. Baby, is that you without your eyelashes, without your makeup on, with your hair slicked back? You took your wig off. You done combed your hair back. Baby, is that you? Mm. (laughs) Um. I'm not encouraging you to do anything illegal. It's not illegal in some areas. (laughs) Anyway, companionship. Do they offer companionship, guys? They already said they don't offer companionship. All right. And then massages. Lazy-ass massage. You can go every week to a massage therapist. You can go to the rub and tug or you can go to a spa. I happen to go to a spa like once a month, every once and a half months. All right. 
And so here it is, guys. There's it is right there. You can get your groceries delivered. You can get Instacart. They'll go wherever you want. You can hire a personal assistant. This is the gig economy. You know, you can hire a personal virtual assistant. Look, even women guys are hiring them. You can hire a driver for your kids. Actually, there's a there used to be a driving company that I used to use for my kids. And it, they specialize in kid driving around kids. Now, let me see if I can pull up their website. Now, I don't use it much anymore, but it's like Uber for kids. I used to call it Kid Uber. That's how my kids knew it. Kid Uber. So it's called Hop, Skip, and Drive. Hop, Skip, Drive. Hop, Skip, Drive. And so it's kids for it's Uber for kids. So my kids will have um, like conflicting events. One would need to go to the tutor, so and one would need to go to that football practice. And I would be stuck, and then I would have to work. And so um, I would hire this Hop, Skip, and Drive. And this is a service now, mostly provided, yeah, free promo, mostly provided by moms or moms that got half custody of their kids and they drive around when they don't have custody of their kids. And they show up and they're Uber for kids, so they have to have a background check. Like Ubers don't have background check. Hop, skip, drive has background checks. And so you can trust, and it's mostly women. And you can say, I only want female drivers. Like you can really specify. And so now you don't need a wife to drive your kids around. <laughs> it's crazy. What else do you can you subcontract out? Um, Mary maids, cleaning. I'm giving all this stuff. Mobile car wash. Call whoever the hell you want. Massages. You can contract all of that out, bro. Dog walk. Let's talk about Kaylee. Let's talk about Kaylee. You guys, because if you have a dog and your wife's supposed to, I'll take care of the dog and the kids. I'm so unappreciated. You can just cancel her ass out. Hire yourself a Kaylee. You ever see them? I don't know if you live in California. You can hire a Kaylee. And this girl will attach 10 dogs to her hip. And she'll be out there picking up poop. If you're at work, Kaylee will come to your house. They actually have one where they can get access to a key to your house mechanically, or they'll it'll open the door through OnStar. She'll come in, get your key, get your key, get your dog out, walk the dog. It's one iron and back Kaylee walking up down the street with 10 dogs. And then she'll bring your dog back. Yeah, Kaylee's love dogs. <laughs> Who is Renee? She wants some love. What does she say? Do I see misogynistic? What is who? Who is this? What's misogynistic? That I'm outsourcing and I'm hiring people to do jobs that you're going to complain about doing. What are you upset about? You don't have a job anymore. She mad because she don't have a job. Misogyny. Where's the sound effect? She mad that she wanted to get a job. So I could focus on my career. Now while you at work, I don't need you to do this job at here. Now I'm going to hire people to do the job. And here it comes. Narcissism. This is narcissism. I'm an entrepreneur. So I could focus on my career. I'm an entrepreneur, she said. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20. 
with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. I'm an entrepreneur. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. AKA I'm broke. I'm unemployed. That's basically what an entrepreneur is. I'm an entrepreneur means I'm broke. All right. That's what that means. <laughs> I'm shuffling through jobs. I have 20 gig jobs. I'm an entrepreneur. There's no more entrepreneurs, bro. Entrepreneur used to mean you started a business, not a service, <laughs> not a service, a legit business that employed people. That used to be an entrepreneur. Now these real estate agents running around here, I'm an entrepreneur. No, you're unemployed until you get a new deal. You're literally unemployed. Like even if you go to an office, you're not even a contracted employee. You're unemployed. So you're not an entrepreneur and you're not an employee. You're 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 un, you're unemployed. That's what you are. Entrepreneur. I stopped calling myself an entrepreneur at like 26. I realized <laughs> How dare you? Now, of course, she's going to complain about this. She's the one that came in here talking. She sells Scentsy. I sell candles and I sell I sell pottery and I sell kitchen equipment and I sell sex toys. You know, they be selling every damn thing. I sell jewelry, whatever. What was that jewelry they were selling? I sell that jewelry. It's fake jewelry. Oh, look at all this jewelry I'm selling. I'm part of a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> Here, you want all this toilet paper and cleaning supplies? Entrepreneur. <laughs> What's that fake-ass jewelry they be selling out here? Pandora, not Mary Kay. <laughs> yeah, that Pandora, them little trinkets that you don't need. I do know women that are multi-level millionaires. Multi-level millionaires. Only in Texas or Utah. Only in Texas and Utah. Them the only people making millionaires at, at Texas and Utah. They come in there. Hi, darling. How you doing? Don't you want some Mary Kay and some trinkets and some jewelry and toilet paper and 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 uh, unlimited supply of of dishwashing detergent? You got an unlimited supply and you can bring people under you and they can sell your stuff. You bring them right under you and then they sell all your dishwashing detergent and you end up investing the last $200 you have to buy 28 boxes of dishwashing detergent. You go in your garage, you go in your garage, you're like, damn, what I'm going to do with all this tide? What I'm going to do with all this damn cascade? <laughs> I'm bring somebody under me, and then what they're going to do is they're going to be the superstar. Hey, you want to sell some Cascade with me? <laughs> you want to sell all this damn Lysol and uh, Swiffer mop pads, replacement pads? Hey, man, we can go out here. We'll go to everybody's house, and we'll start a mommy and me club. And so we'll get we'll get all the mommies together, and we'll do a free jogathon. For the mommies, and then what we'll do is we'll hit their ass on the back end and sell Cascade to their ass. All right. Mm. 
And then every garage you open up in that neighborhood, the fathers, the husbands come home. Damn, why we got, got 28 boxes? Why we got 28 boxes of Swiffers in this mug? What the hell's going mm. on? The husband come home. What the hell did you do? <laughs> what the hell? We got all this damn makeup and all these damn, what the hell we going to do with all these damn chicken nuggets? The hell we supposed to do with this shit? We going to sell it. I already bought it, and I'm going to sell it to everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody needs tater tots and chicken nuggets. We're going to get everybody. <laughs> Is that you, Renee? That's you, Renee? Sheesh. Multi-level millionaire in the building. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. She gonna get mad, mad. I'm just like, oh, oh no. Is she is she really here for doing this? All right, shout out to you, Renee. She go she gonna mess the whole stream up. Is she gonna be the one in a million? I'm gonna sell enough, Mary Kay. I'm getting that pink Cadillac. I'm getting that pink Cadillac. She gonna get that pink Cadillac. <laughs> All right, here we go. Why y'all getting her now? Let her get her thing. All right, anyway. She better be from Texas. All right, where are we at here? Let's do all the super chats. And I gotta take I gotta get a card to the shop, man. All right, shout out to who is in here. Oh, Omni Roma, he says they're manipulating the stock market, wiping out all the 304s, 401ks, never to retire. Yeah, your stock market getting wiped out. Shout out to Mike Hawk. He says marriage is good until it isn't. See, that's the gamble that they don't want you to ignore. Yeah, it's good, but then when it's bad, it's awful. When it's bad, it's awful. Renee, you can stick around. Just don't be bothering me with your with your old nonsense, all right? You can come in here. Don't just try to distract the show. Uh, but, yeah, it's good when it's good, but then when it's bad, it's awful. You lose a lot. So a lot of you guys, depending on retirement and 401K, there's a lot of guys doing videos saying they're giving up on the American dream, right? And I totally understand it. Uh, but they want you to give up. They want you to give up and try to live off the fat of the land. You guys are too, I don't know if you guys know. You're too dependent on the system, okay, to really give up. Now, you can move out to Wyoming, you know what I mean, and live off the fat of the land. But you're too dependent on the system. You need the supply chain. You need their utilities. You're susceptible to increases in gas price. You need them to give you permission to build certain things on land that you own. You need to pay property taxes. You're too in you're too entangled. Now you can disconnect a little bit, you know what I mean? You can disconnect, but you're in the rat race here in America. You're you're in. You're locked in, brothers. You have a social security number, you have a driver's license, you have a uh Uncle Sam Caesar, you got to have to pay taxes. <laughs> You're in. The only way you get out is if you find land and you become what? What do they call it? You become um, ah, I can't not emancipated, but it's what adults do when they don't want to be a part of the system. Somebody will tell us what the Moors are. I think the Moors do this, um, and also some people that do it are Amish. Amish people kind of do this. What is it called? You guys know what I'm talking about. Not nomad, not hermits, not dwellers. Mm. Sovereign, 
That's what it is. Jerron Edwards, sovereign citizen. You become sovereign, then you can do this. You know what I mean? Then you can say stick it up your butt and don't have to get a driver's license and all of that stuff. Now, if your ass on the road, you're going to have to find, if you get pulled over, you're going to have to show that you're a sovereign. But other than that, bro, you in. You in the system. <laughs> so you got to have to become sovereign. And it's difficult. I think our Amish sovereign as well. Amish might be sovereign as well. But you're going to have to get up out the country, bro. Or you're going to be out of luck. If you're going to have, how are you going to get groceries? Um, You know, I can invade your land if you sovereign. <laughs> I'm taking your ish. What you going to do to stop me if I got an army? I mean, you know what I mean? That's what it takes. Uh, you guys know that. And I always be encouraging the black community. See, the, see the, that's, a whole, that's the whole example right now. People in the community are too entangled with the government to ever be sovereign on their own. You're too entangled with corporations. You tried integration. You tried to integrate yourself into the society uh, of now that you want to leave and say you're going to be you're going to give up on the American dream, but you still get checks from the government. You still want access to the social services. You still want to work for their corporations. You still want to use their banks. Yeah, uh, bro. You in. You in ski. The only way you can disconnect is start, is start your own banks. Is start your own, get your own sovereign land. But the problem is. The problem is, somebody said we were sovereign 150 years ago until they figured out how to attach a social security number to your ass and attach driver license and get all this bureaucracy and red tape. Now you're in. You're into their system. And so you can, let's just say, let's just say you got your own land and you became, yeah, you got government hospitals, you cut your wrist. Where are you going, Mr. Sovereign? Your ass going to have to go in there to that government hospital. Where your kids going to go to school? You going to teach them? So if you got your own land, let's just say you said, forget it. We'll become sovereign. We'll have our own land. The government should give us some own land, which is a joke. And they say, this is yours. These are establish your own bank. Get your own, uh, get your own utilities. Get your own infrastructure. Get your own hospital, police officers, firefighters, et cetera. What's eventually going to happen? Is they going to invade your ass? <laughs> as soon as you get it up and rolling, or as soon as you establish trade, you got to establish trade with these people because you're going to need some resources. You're going to need some oil, petroleum, or electricity. You're going to need to establish trade. And if they get tired of you trying to establish and trade and not giving nothing back, guess what they're going to do? Invade your ass. <laughs> they just going to be like, you know what? You set it all up. Now I'm going to invade you. <laughs> I'm a, dude, it's too simple. So you got two choices. You got two choices. Become sovereign and don't need them. Or you got to play the game. Where's Angry Man? I wish Angry Man was here. <laughs> they going to put your, they going to, they going to poop in your ass. They going to poop in you. They going to invade you. They're going to be like, okay, I see y'all here. Y'all here. Y'all ain't doing ish. Uh, y'all got something we want. Invasion. And what you going to do? You going to get your little sovereign army together? 
<laughs> Come on, brothers. Let's think about it. This ain't hard to think about. So you need the government now. You got a social security number. You got a birth certificate. They own your ass. <laughs> Where are you going to bury yourself? Where are you going to bury the dead people? How are you going to get water? So Angry Man has this thing about the Monopoly board. You're on the board. You have a piece. You can't not play. You got to roll the dice. <laughs> All right. A lot of people are loving it. I'm loving these. I'm going to give up on the American dream. No, you're not. You're going to work for you're going to work for the next 80 years. Uh, when you turn eight, when you turn sixty-five, you're gonna still work. You're gonna still live off the fat of the land. What what happens when your blood pressure go up? <laughs> what happens when you run out of food out there? What happens when you need utility? What happens when you you know your body your arthritis your arthritis kicks in? What happens when your uh what do they call it uh uh. Not, uh, they got, they used to call it old man's disease. Uh, but when you lose your memory, your Alzheimer's, what happens when your Alzheimer's kick in? What happens when you need to go to the dentist? Your ass gonna run real fast right back to civilization. You're gonna be running. You're gonna be like this. You get a toothache. What happened when that tooth start aching? <laughs> going to your sovereign hospital. You get your dementia, your old timers, Alzheimer's disease. I'm just letting y'all know, bro. All right, let me get in here. All right, Omni Roma says, I got you out there. Noble One says, these 304s are ascending to 608s in the building. Thank you, coach, man. I appreciate you, man. Decode, the more streams I watch in relation to the top, he says, the more I'm good on any type of relationship. He says, peace, quiet, and freedom. Keep it up, coach, for real, for real. That's what we doing in here. All right, we keeping it up. Maryland guy says, guy at my job going on his third marriage. Omar, shout out to Omar. That factory. Listen, he says, listen to coach. I paid. Oh, listen to this guy. Jesus. Listen to coach. I paid $1.4 million in divorce settlement for a seven year marriage. I could have hired all living women for cheaper who hurt me, coach? Hit me with the, did you lose something? He said, those are my pants, woman. Yes, for $100, we're going to hit you with that. So that was a back-end deal. I was getting it for free. Seven years, $1.4 million. Guys, there's no such thing as free. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry. Today, no exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Shout, shout out to you. Thanks for the example. It, it's very expensive. Fred Flintstone says, been married twice. 
I am not striking out. I will not swing again. Free agent for life. Give me the buzzer. Mm. Married twice, divorced twice, and he's out of there. Emmanuel T says, Coach, I would love to invite you, like to invite you to South Africa. Men in Africa need to hear your teachings. I would have to study what's going on with the laws there. I don't know if they apply the same, but um, guys, the, the modern relationship is over in terms of what you're getting. So that's all I could tell you. I don't know what's if that's going on in South Africa too, but what you were getting in the past is not what you're getting now. All right. It is what it is. You can hire for cheaper. Maryland guy says my ex spent thousands on bracelets, necklaces, and clothes. She never wore again after the first couple times. And he says, women are terrible with money and they're going to run your bill up. I remember when I was married, we would have extra money in the account at the end, and she would be like, oh, there's extra money in. And it'd be gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like that. Now, that's just what they do. That's just what they do. Very few of them have same for a rainy day. It's very rare. Uh, Eugene Morgan, we are suckers for love, and this is why it ended up like this. But can we ever take back society, especially when we have uh, mothers, sisters, daughters, or will we always cater to them and lose? Uh, that's the second. That's what they're going to do. Men are going to cater to them and lose. Men would rather do that. They, they see no problem with that. Like if I tell you, okay, there's a guy over here that had a divorce for $1.4 million. It ain't going to happen to me. Our love is like nor the love. It ain't going to happen to him. And so he'll roll the dice instead of holding the line, forcing change. But men don't do that naturally. We actually think, that, um, no, nah, you know, he just picked the bad one. He just picked the bad one and, and he didn't do his due diligence and he didn't do his research, but, but I did mine and my woman loves me. She different. She not like all those other ones. And she, she was raised in a two parent household and she has a degree and she a Christian. <laughs> he says why it get up to 18 i don't know what they're talking about tall dark and awesome this uh modern marriage should be referred to as the ring game because at any time or at any point of the marriage he says you as the man could get severely graped buzzer please mm. and you're gonna take more you're gonna take the pipe at the end of the, the marriage, you're going to take the pipe. Jason Caldwell doubles up. He gives me 30. Hey, Coach Big J from Nolens here off topic. But this guy, Ace, is eight, eight. I don't know who that is, is um, stealing your topics and sound effects and not shouting you out. Give him the buzzer. Mm. Well, let's just say, I don't know if he's new. Sometimes people got to find their voice as a content creator. So initially, people will go and kind of replicate what somebody's doing successfully until they figure their thing out. So, you know, let them do, you know, it's it's not a big deal. I don't own the sound effects. In the you know, that's typically what happens. And then they find their voice or they give up or they find their voice and then they are able to become who they want to become. But, you know, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, as they say. And it is what it is, you know. Unless he names the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, I don't know. Shout out to Jay, says, Rosie, no, 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 Mr. Adams, no here. No, 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 Mr. Adams, no here. She answered the phone, hola. <laughs> I'm going to have a, um, 
I'm gonna have a um I'm gonna have a domestic engineer. That's I'm working my way up to that. I'm gonna have a old all you guys told you, Olga's gonna be working in here. A old big now it's gonna be a Ukrainian woman. Because we always said Olga's gonna be a big German woman, one with them big ass titties, you know, them big old lady titties. Like the big old big heavy ass titties, right? And she gonna have it with the comb bra. And she's going to be walking around. She's going to be five foot three, big old fat feet. She's going to have a room all the way in the back, all the way in the back. And she's going to walk back. You know how they got to walk carrying all them big titties? She's going to be, yeah, hairy arm. She's going to come in there. She's going to come in there. Mr. Adams, do you need me today? Oh, your roast beef is ready for today. I made it the roast of beef in the carrots. I'm trying to do an accident. An accident. Big old cankles, old 65-year-old. She's soaking her pantyhose in the thing. She get all dressed she get all dressed up in her uniform. See, people used to have maids and butlers. Like that if you were elite. So if I have in if I have an ability to afford someone, why am I gonna have a wife in here complaining about doing this stuff? I'll bring Olga in here. Big old Olga soaking her feet at the end of the night. She got a she had, she got a hair coming out right here. I won't even look at her. She got a water on the end of her nose. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> she gonna handle everything, bro. She gonna cook every day. All of that stuff. She ain't got no family. All her family gone and dead. She was like the old maid, the woman that was gonna make it. She was a, a multi level market millionaire when she was 22, but now she struck out. She used to be an aunt, but her family didn't just. <laughs> she got a wart right here, two chin hairs down here. She going to come in, make my. <laughs> I'm not going to hit Olga, bro. I'm not going to hit it. <laughs> she ain't going to complain about nothing. Every now and then, she going to get out of line. She going to be trying to tell me, oh, back in Germany, we used to do the. Hey, Olga, I ain't trying to hear all that. Get your ass back into your damn maid quarters back there. I ain't trying to hear all that. Every now and then, she'll forget and walk past the stream. <laughs> she done took her bra off. Oh, I forgot something in here. She got her bra off down here. Hey, oh, hey, 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 oh, hey, Olga. Go back in the. Get your old ass in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely what's going on, bro. Every now and then, her family come see her. Her old long lost sister come see her ass from Germany. She comes stay in her maid quarters. <laughs> oh my God. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. That's that's my dream is to have a live-in, not 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 that can access my spot though. You know what I mean? She's gonna have to, hey, Olga, after 5 p.m., do not bring your ass in here. Get everything wrapped up. 5 p.m., I'm locking your ass out. So make sure you get the work done between eight and five. Get all the stuff done, cook all the roast beef, prepare all the meals, mop all the floors. At 5 p.m., I'm locking you in your quarters. <laughs> all right. She answered my phone. Hello. Nine. <laughs> she answered, I can't do a German accent. This is going to be a Ukrainian chick now. All right. I'm hiring me one of these. I'm gonna have to look this up. I want I want a live-in, I want a maid. Night night, she's sleeping. I can hear her ass snoring. Coming off. 
Olga, is that you snoring? <laughs> All right, here we go. Anyway, shout out to uh, younger retired no cap. He says, uh, want to command complaint XXs to make sandwiches go to Subway. I think I got all that. All right. Only A says the cleaning service is the best investment I've ever made uh, for my time. I used to be worried about hiring them like budget wise. I was like, this seems kind of weird. Now I want to hire them for more days. Like, I'm like, can y'all work more? I literally asked them to work more and they looking at each other. They was like, <laughs> then they brought another woman. Like when I asked them to work more, then they brought like a third woman one day. I was like, I was like, can she fold up my laundry while she's here? <laughs> they brought a young girl in. They literally brought a young girl in. I was like, can y'all work more? They brought a young girl in. They were like, he, he no have no wife. He no have no wife. Come in here and parade around and look. <laughs> she came in with some, some Marshall pants, yoga pants from Marshalls. She was like, all right, I'll show him a little of this leg. She was built like a block, five foot two. I was like, she was trying to parade around. Oh, hi. <laughs> Showing some shoulder. I was like, man, if you don't get her ass out of here, this girl going to be a gordita in no time flat. All right. I ain't trying to marry that up. Because they looking around my house. These women come to my house and clean my house. All my pictures up, pictures of me and my kids, pictures of me on vacation. I got trophies and studio in here, footballs, action figures everywhere. They like, he don't have no wife. <laughs> he need a wife. Oh, don't you need a wife? I don't need no damn wife around you. Just clean my damn house. All right. So only A says the cleaning service is the best. Man, it's the best. I never have to worry. He says, no me whore, no mujer, no me her, hola. Senior Gregorio, hola. But I'm telling you, I never have to worry about cleaning no bathtubs out. Nothing. They be coming in here getting busy. But just like women, they taking notes. They be like, no woman? No woman, no cry. No, no. And I always come in when they come in. Oh, hi, senoritas. Oh, Gregorio. Oh, Gregorio. Oh, senora. Sorry. Como esta ustedes? <laughs> oh, great. So I give them a little bit of Spanish. I say, buenos dias. And they laugh. Oh, he knows a little bit of Spanish. Buenos dias. They be so happy. <laughs> I love it. But if I said it to my wife, she came in and my wife scrubbing, scrubbing on a Wednesday. Hey, scrubbing. Hey, honey, how are you? I love you. Buenos dias. She just look at me. Mm. You leaving again? <laughs> anyway, Jehu Millord. Jehu Millord says she's Mrs. Cleo reading tarot cards. Oh, is that the girl? <laughs> I know who you're talking about, the woman, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what she does for a living. What Miss Cleo? Where's she at? She's still here. All right, David John says the community is waiting for forty acres in a mule. You know what I would do to the community? This is how I think. You know, I am a I, I would I'm a tiny tyrant, as you guys know. I have tyrant tendencies. I'm always thinking of some military strategy. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I'm always thinking? I think the United States should give the community 40 acres and a mule for everybody. And then I would, I, this is what I would do. I would give it to you and then proceed to invade y'all asses left and right or super duper tax show asses on resources. I'd run you guys dry in T minus three months. I would give y'all a reparation check and 40 acres in the mule. And I'll just sit back and wait. <laughs> I'll wait three months. Y'all be out there partying and shaking your ass. It'll be, y'all will look like the pictures of, of the good time picture dancing. You know, with the one, you know, the African American art where they dancing in the projects at the party. Where's that picture? This is what the community would look like for three months. This is what I would do. Uh, this is how tyrannical I am. Here we go. <laughs> it's a Dave Chappelle skit. Let me see the good times picture. Good times picture. I would have y'all partying for about a good three months. A good three months. I have y'all be like, mm-hmm, let your whole damn guard down. That ain't it. And y'all going to be like, we free. Oh, here it is. I found it. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God, this is a dope jam. I, look, this picture right here, right? The sugar shack. Is that what it is? Yeah, the sugar shack. Y'all be in there cutting it up. We free from the bear. 40 acres in the boot. I'll wait for three damn months. And I'll march the military right up in that ass. All right, y'all good? We taking all this back. <laughs> what y'all gonna do? It will be over. It's a rap scheme. Y'all didn't have time. Y'all didn't see what would happen is y'all didn't take your money and your land and you didn't set up no military force. First thing you do is anytime you get territory and land, you set up a means of protection of that land. <laughs> you get covered, you set up landmines, uh, 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 at least an acre ahead of the 40 acres. So you got 40 acres, but you got trip wire and landmines at the 39th acre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as soon as you come through, pow. You set up a whole means of protection, but y'all wouldn't do it. And I would know it. I'd be like, as <laughs> soon as y'all get the land, three months in, I will march my troops right up in that mug. Here we go. We take it all. What? What y'all doing? What you going to do to stop me? But that's just too simple. So I wouldn't do that. I would literally set up. I would do it. And then I would just say, oh, y'all want access to the Colorado River? Y'all want access to the Colorado River? Well, that's going to cost you. You're going to need access to water, aren't you? Mm, yeah. I gave you your 40 acres, but uh, that mule only ain't going to do it. You need some damn John Deere tractors, don't you? You need some John Deere tractors. You guys know about John Deere? Y'all know about no John Deere. Hey, how many of y'all brothers got John Deere's? I don't know if you know, but out there where they got acreage, they got John Deere's. I'm giving a lot of people some free uh, testimony right here. Y'all ain't got your John Deere. You asked out. <laughs> you better get you a damn hat. One of them hats cuffed up like this. Get you some tobacco. Get a John Deere. That mule ain't going to get you a damn thing, bro. And if I'm running the John Deere shop, you're going to come in there with your 40 acres in the mule. All right, man, I got my check. How much for these John Deere tractors? $18,000. 
All right. And your ass gonna need to go to Bass Pro Shop. You're gonna need some old, you're gonna need some bro. You ain't are you ready? Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. You're gonna need somebody to let you grow the damn vegetables. You're gonna have to need to get Hector in them. <laughs> so anyway, man, that's what I would do. I would just mark up the price to everything. It would be for pretty easy to make everybody poor. They do it all the time. I don't know if you know they do that to these nations all the time. You know, this is why every nation is subject susceptible to what we do. Donald Trump tried to tell you, trying to Donald Trump tried to tell you, like he he tried to call out all those people in NATO for not paying their bills. And then at one point, if Donald Trump would have got elected, he would have kicked everybody up out of NATO. He would he was pulling his money out. He was like, "We no longer paying y'all bill." Remember that? And guess what happened? Biden got in. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> hey, wait, who remembers that? Do we have time? I do have to drop a car off. Shout out to uh Mr. Spice. Shout out to the coach gang. I'll catch the replay on my way to work. Shout out to you. Who remembers when Donald Trump called the people out on NATO? Do y'all want to hear that real quick? Let me see if I can let me see if I can pull it up. Now, this will give y'all some perspective of what's going on now. Let me see here. Uh wait a minute. What is that, Nate? If you want to know what's going on right now, this is what happened. Oh, let's see if I can run it. I'm going to run this right quick. Y'all want some history lessons right here? I have been. Check this out. This is gangster as hell. So the same problem we're dealing with today, Donald Trump was trying to put this. He was trying to check them today. I want y'all to look at the people's face, the NATO members like Germany and all the, the other countries who wasn't paying the bill. Check this out. Very, very direct with Secretary Stoltenberg and members of the alliance in saying that NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet. Look at their faces. <laughs> Look at their faces. Somebody said I'm fake news. Yes, I am. Look at their faces. So these are all the countries right now that are watching Ukraine get evaded, <laughs> evaded right now. All right, they're like, we can't do nothing for you. Listen their financial obligations and saying that NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet their financial obligations. But 23 of the 28 member nations are still not paying what they should be paying Oops. and what they are supposed to be paying for their defense. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait a minute, what? He didn't know they was going to call him out. This is not fair to the people and taxpayers of the United States. And many of these nations owe massive amounts of money from past years and not paying in those past years. Over the this is why the this is why they hated him, bro. This is why they hated him. He was he was pulling rank on everybody. The last eight years, the United States. Look at your boy Trudeau. Look at him. They mad as hell, bro. Spend more on defense than all other NATO countries combined. If all NATO members had spent just 2% of their GDP. Look. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him, bro. They like, yo, what the hell going on, man? He ain't playing the game. 
on defense last year. Look how they looking. We would have had another $119 billion for our collective defense and for the financing of additional NATO. <laughs> They're like, oh, snap, we're going to have to find somebody. Where are Lee Harry Oswald at? Reserves. That's gangster. He put that gangster ish on him. Now, when the media covered that, they was like, oh, what a a-hole he is. Nah, he wasn't playing. He was like, y'all need to pay up. It's crazy, man. But see, that's what I would do. That's what I would do to the community. That would be me on the community. Y'all got y'all 40 acres? All right, pay up. Uh, have access to water? Pay up. It's crazy. But people ain't ready for that. Y'all want to play nice and then me cover the bill? No. Derek's Gerard back in the building. Shout out to you. Tony, okay. And so I'm, I'm going to get to this. This is the same thing as what men are saying to uh, sometimes feminists or feminist-minded women is that, hey, you want me to give you all these opportunities. You want me to take a back seat, but you want me to cover the bill. This is what husbands are saying to marriages. Hey, you want me to take all the risk. You want me to do all the rough work, but you want me to cover the bill. You want to go focus on your career and then do what? Uh, come in here and say all the work that you do and then me pay you for housewife to be a housewife or pay you to do extra work and you complain, but I cover the bill. That's exactly what Trump is saying. Like, I'm doing all the work, and you're saying you're doing all the work and trying to pull all the rank, but I'm the one with the safety net. I'm the one providing security. I'm the one covering the bill. That's exactly what men are saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Wait, you pulling rank on me? I'm the one paying for your social services. I'm the one providing these opportunities for you. I'm the one taking a back seat so you can do well. I'm the one helping you out in the child raising because you want to be happy. All right, shout out to Tony Ocasio. What's up, CGA here for the four-month milestone? Shout out to you. Thank you, sir. Let's get the likes up to 1,000 as we exit. Conversation corner, just hold masculine frame like earlier today. Yes, sir. Tony Ocasio, sub CGA, Fresh and Fit, did a collab with Coach Red Pill. He's currently in Ukraine explaining explaining for three hours what exactly is going on in Ukraine. Yeah, I've been watching him. I haven't watched Coach Red Pill in a minute. And then I saw what he was doing and covering it. I thought I thought it was very interesting, especially that he's there. You know, we don't we're not there again. Um, people don't have all the information, including myself. I admitted that in the stream that I did. I don't have all the information. I have a little bit of information. I have more than what the mainstream giving me. And so when I'm I would like to listen to somebody who's there but has a American perspective like that. What he's providing us is what what you need. And you can make your own decision based on that. So. He's his security his team need to be updated, upgraded over there. He's going to be in the gulag. All right. Let me let answer my homeboy's question about Michael Jackson before we go. What do I think happened to Michael Jackson? Um, and he says, what is your theory on uh, what happened to Michael Jackson? Um, I think I think um, I'm not going to go full conspiracy theory, theory on you. He was addicted to drugs. I mean, uh, this happened to a lot of people. Okay, so if you want to keep it simple, if if you we can go full conspiracy theory on if you want, but I, I'm going to keep it simple. He was hooked hooked on propofol, which is almost impossible to get hooked on. I mean, have you guys ever taken propofol? Good lord, I took propofol for a surgery and I was out. Okay, so I was out, out, out. So um, if you know what happened to Elvis Presley and know what happened to a lot of these rock stars, Prince, um, you know, if you want conspiracy about Prince. 
He was hooked on he was hooked on painkillers and was outside of Target at one particular point buying painkillers off the street. So shit. Sometimes it can be pretty simple. Uh, but 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 for the most part, if you have an addiction to something like that, you're susceptible to being taken out. So he had a big expansive catalog with Sony in which he was going to continue to get paid royalties off of a whole bunch of people, brothers. And when you have an addiction, you are going to be susceptible to being assassinated, if you will. And so if that opportunity was afforded through his drug addiction, then that's that's just what happened. All right. And so thus, then this catalog can be moved around, passed around. Uh, if it, if they knew it could be transferred, not through a um, not through a family member and such, then he's going to give up that catalog. And then a lot of people can get paid. Right. So. I think his addiction cost him his life, unfortunately. Now, if you want to insert his conspiracy theory there, insert it there. But it was his own demise. You cannot be addicted to propofol of all things. That thing is a, that, this, I mean, this dude was taking it nearly every day to go to sleep. I mean, you got to be in bad shape, bro. You got to be in bad shape. So uh, a lot of these guys get, it's a sad thing, man. It's a sad thing to see. Just think about this. If you're an old head like me, if you're an old head like me, you literally are watching. You've watched some of the most famous people fall for the same BS as the previous generations of people. All your Sam Cooks, your Michael Jacksons became them people. Your Princes became them people. Your Whitney Houston's became those people. All of the people who've died in helicopter crashes and 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 um and um plane crashes, like the guy in La Bamba, then that turned into your Kobe's. That turned into your Tupac's. Your Marvin Gaye's that got shot by family, that turned into your Tupac's and Biggie. Sad. But this is what happens when you get into that business. When you get into that business, you're susceptible, going to be susceptible to those demons. Yeah, Mac Miller, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's it's a set. Yeah, Richie Valens, La Bamba. Um, you know, those things happen. Uh, uh, Aaliyah. Richie Valens, you know what I mean? Those things, this is those tragedies happen. And when you live out, there's a thing about living fast. You know what I mean? Living fast, death catches up to you when you live fast. So um, not a lot of people who live fast can look back and say, oh, I'm 80, I live fast. You know, when you when you're in that industry, just think about it like a Tupac. You know, you, you're and, and that industry is unregulated. It's not like the coaching. It's not like basketball. You don't have coaches and the right people around you. I kind of explained that about opening up a restaurant and a nightclub. Well, the the worst people are going to be your clientele. Drug dealers and pushers and pimps. Late at night, people, you know, the freaks come out at night. Same thing in the music business and same thing in those entertainment businesses. Unscrupulous people are getting close to you. And trying to manipulate you and trying to rob you and trying to lead you astray and trying to push drugs on you. So you might wish to be famous, like, yeah, Selena, Selena, and all those rappers, uh, any little uh, all those little rappers that died in the community getting shot up for their car. Jealousy, people who are jealous of your instant fame. It's a really, 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 yeah, young Dolph. It's a really bad place to be. And you're almost lucky, lucky that you, Nipsey, guys, you guys are naming people I'm forgetting about. You, it's really a bad place to be because you become a target. Um, same things happen in kind of the manosphere. 
maybe we'll talk about that as we go. You know, people that got a quick rise in the manosphere, you know, sometimes you got to slow down. You guys notice, I mean, I put out a lot of content, but I ain't been chasing them numbers. I ain't been chasing those, you know, dollars, you know, and those bucks and trying to be, I mean, I got a Porsche and all, <laughs> but I ain't trying to go like that because I think what happens is when you try to go too fast in a short period of time, you won't run out of time and you're going to become a bigger target. So what happens is like Tupac, like think about him. He lived so fast in a four-year period. Think about all the things he did in just four to five years. Like crazy. All it was was four to five years. That's it. And we, and he still thought about today, only putting in four to five years of work. Would you trade that? Would you would you trade it? Would you go, I would rather live that life, you know, the, the James Dean I lived 80 people's lives. I've seen what 80 people live or would you, you know what I mean? Would you want something mixed? Would you want to live to 30 and die uh, on the inside? And then you really physically don't die until 75. You got to ask, you got to ask yourself that question. So when you're seeing people get famous and getting household names and getting money and recognition, just know that, you know, they also become a target jealousy. People start making videos on them, diss tracks, they start seeing you in the street. They start wanting to challenge you. They start jealousy, envy. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to think about that. Yeah, you got to think about that. Do you? What do you want? What do you want out of this life? You don't want to be. You don't want to be Coach Greg Adams. You know what I mean? You might think you want to be Coach Greg Adams, but then the reality comes and you go, "Shit." You don't want to be Kevin Samuels. A lot of content creators are like, "I want that Kevin Samuels money." Well. You know, it's good and it's bad. You know what I mean? There's a lot of bad that comes with that. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot of things that you really got to think about. You got to think about people talking ish on you all the time and cutting videos on you and parroting you and your rise to fame and your 15 minutes of fame gone and you lose it all. People not watching your show no more. Um, All of that stuff. Think about it. Jealousy is the one thing that really gets you. You know what I mean? So you got to watch out for that. People that watch you and instead of getting it, they want to take yours. So anyway, you got to really be prepared. Oh, also, and I'll say this, you got to really be prepared for what you're getting into. You got to have a knowledge. You got to understand every, every, everybody from Prince and Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston knew everything that those other guys did that cost them their life and they still did it. They still did it, right? And you never would have thought Prince would ever fall for no ish like that. He's standing outside of Target getting drugs and then fentanyl allegedly took him out. Bruh, you got to be ready. So anyway, Turnpike Tyrone says, got a flat back to Ukrainian whose mom called to say goodbye. Ish is real over here. Wow. Get them flat backs out here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, stay humble for sure. Uh, Larry Porter says, Coach, lately, I've been getting DM messages from Becky and Kaylee on Instagram. And he says, I'm not like, he says, I'm like, nope, not going for it. Be careful, gentlemen. It's cuffing season. Well, the gas prices go up. Gas prices go up. Economics go up. And then women's, guys, listen, if you're a guy and you're having financial issues, just think of what women are having. They're going right now going like, oh, hell no. 
many people are going to be desperation mode. Desperation mode. All right, enough of that BS in here. But um, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for letting me go into overtime.